Hey guys, Kyler back with Kyler Burrell's Unedited Podcast, episode number 55. Back with my good friend, Colton Fee. Good to have you back on, man. Yes, sir. It's always good, man. Been a while. Last time last time we talked was before the before NCAA, uh, March Madness. Yeah, I think we watched... Watched uh, KU... TCU, or no, West, West Virginia, Virginia in the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, and then the rest is history after that. Big history. Big history. <laughs> a lot of history, yeah. actually. So yeah, we're going to get into... It's been a, it's been a good... Good oh, time off with March and, March and April. Dude, yeah, March was unreal. I mean, to win the national title in the way we did it, too. Down 15, biggest comeback in Final Four history. Beat Jay Wright, finally, in the tournament, too, to get there. Retired him. Retired Jay. We did. We retired Jay Wright. <laughs> uh, I forgot. I, I, t- I keep forgetting that he's retired. That's actually crazy. I mean, you know, he had a hell of, he had a, hell of a career. He's obviously one of, one of the best college coaches ever. So, yeah, we'll get into some NBA talk to start. We'll, we'll hit on the finals a little bit here to begin. Then we'll get into my mock draft. He's going to react to it. I'm doing – I'm going to do 1 through 30. Uh, 1 through 14, though, I have what I would do and what I'm hearing is going to happen. We'll get into some hot takes, overreaction or not. We'll do some over-under on the rookie quarterbacks when we think they could start, a way too early NFL predictions, and then obviously we'll get to the main one fees rapid-fire segment. So it's 1-1. One, one. Did you watch the game? Did you watch that game at all? I watched game, game one. I didn't watch game two. I watched game two until it was until it was over. Um, I mean, I watched it a little bit, but I kind of got the sense. All right, the Warriors got this under control. They're not going to lose another game when yeah. they're up. Like they're not going to let that happen again. So I just turned it off, and then next time I looked, I saw it was down thirty. So I was like, oh, "Were you shocked about game one?" Very shocked. I mean, when they got down ten, I was like, "This is what I expected." I mean, yeah. This is how the series is going to go. The Warriors are just going to dominate, and this this game's over. This series is probably over. So, yeah, I mean, I was very shocked. I was shocked, but also, like, that is what Boston has to do in a way because they're not – I mean, they have some good offensive players, but, man, do they get they get really stagnant offensively and rely strictly on the ISO ball of Tatum and Brown, and that obviously didn't work in game two. Obviously, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, and Derek White combining for over 60 is – Probably what Golden State. You think that was fluky game one, a little bit. A little bit fluky because I mean Al Horford scored two points I think in game two. I, I mean he was non-existent. He didn't have a basket till the third quarter. So I mean he was non-existent. <laughs> who should be? Who should be more worried right now? Would you say Boston easily? Yeah. I mean because Even if they split. Yeah, because I mean yeah, it's nice to split, but also Boston hasn't played good at home in this postseason. They've won actually. They've won more road games this postseason. Than they have home games. I mean they haven't. Home court hasn't been great to them. Um like they had a chance to close out Milwaukee in Game Six at home, loss, and then they end up winning Game Seven. But I don't know. I think it's nice to steal the one, but I just think they go through. They have games like they did last night, where I mean they don't score. And yeah, they had the great fourth quarter in Game One. But so what? They've played one good quarter of basketball so far, and it's it's one one series. So I mean, it's kind of like the Miami thing. Miami was pretty much outplayed by Boston. They won some quarters that won them some games, and that's what Boston did. I just don't see that. That can't be a recipe to win the NBA Finals, especially against a team as experienced as Golden State. I mean, their big three's been through it all. Their head coach has been through it all. So it's like, I just don't see how they can do that four times. But they did do it once, and, I mean, Tatum is very good. He kind of cooled off late, but I'm not sold on Boston. I haven't been. I I picked them to lose in every series. I mean, in in the playoffs so far, and they've they've won each all three. But the experience of Golden State, I think, will see it through. I wouldn't even be surprised if Golden State rallied off three in a row here and one in five, honestly. So you you are if you're a Warriors fan, you like where you're at more than 
Yeah, because like you said, you've been out of eight quarters, you've you've outplayed them in seven. You just the one quarter was so bad it cost you the game. Golden State's not going to score sixteen in a quarter again and give up forty, in my opinion. Boston's got to be able to play good throughout an entire game to win another game. I think, and I just think Golden State's better. Jordan Poole might have found something there. He hit some really big shots. Clay's been bad, but it hasn't. I said I said Clay had to be good for two games. He hasn't been good for any. So we'll see what happens. I mean, he it really doesn't. He's he might be their fifth best player. I, well, Andrew Wiggins has played like their second best player so far in the first two games. And I think it's been Curry, Wiggins, Draymond, and then probably you'd have Wolk. I mean, Poole and Kevon Looney's played unreal for them in his role. I mean, he again he's not going to score, but in his role, he's played his role better than Clay has. So I mean, Clay's been your fifth or sixth best player, and it's one one. You've won. You've looked good in seven of eight quarters. You got to feel good if you're Golden State, in my in my opinion. Yeah, I think we said five, right? We both picked five. We did both pick five. I thought I thought didn't think Boston would get one of the first two. I'll say it splits in Boston two two, and then I'll say Golden State rattles off two in a row to win in six. Yeah, I'm torn. I really want to say Golden State rattles off three in a row because I just don't trust Boston. Stick to your original prediction. I'm gonna stick to my original prediction and say five. Still, I think. I just don't like Boston. I don't. I mean, I do think that their roster, because I, I do think the East has some good starting fives. I don't think many of the East teams that are good are deep. I do think they're probably the deepest team. They can go eight guys, nine guys maybe. Most East teams can't. So I do think they're probably the best the East has to offer. I mean, I think Giannis would have been interesting to see what Giannis versus Steph too, but I don't know. I think Boston has the best team in the East, but are we just – did I overrate the East, and is this just the West showing how good they really are? And the Warriors are still one of the best teams in the NBA, which they clearly are. I don't know. I'll say five. I'm going to say – it's tough for me to say five because I really do think Boston could get one at home, but I'm going to stick with five. I would not be shocked, though, if it's six or seven. I would not be shocked if Boston could win. I'll be shocked year. if Boston wins the title. Is that Very shocked. Oh, yeah, I Very. agree with that. Very shocked. I mean, even if it goes to game seven, I would favor the Warriors heavily in a game seven over um, Boston. No, because Boston could, like you said, they could split here at home and they could get game six at home and then get it to a game seven because they were able to steal one early. But I would absolutely be stunned if Boston won the NBA Finals. It would be shocking. It would be one of the worst teams to ever win the NBA Finals, too. I mean, I, I still – I agree with you. I've never really been a huge Boston fan. I, I just – I'm not high as many on Jason Tatum. I just think he has – he is unreal, but – I just think he does get way too stagnant and relies on ISO ball and like he's not like he's inconsistent. He's not KD no. type level it's, score. It's so recency biased for people to say that KD is like not in the top five in the world anymore. Well, he have one, and 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 again, twenty four eight and five. Yeah, that's that's underperforming for him. But let's just be honest. That's what that's fantastic most of the time, but. For people to say that he's in the KD combo or, you know, LeBron, Giannis, guys like that's like, dude, Luka. Like, no, he's not. You give Luka, that Boston team is the number one guy. Take Jason Tatum out and put Luka in, Boston's winning the finals easily. And it's not even close. They would they beat the Warriors in five. If Luka was with, had Jalen Brown, I mean, think of who Luka got to the Western Conference finals with. Jalen Brunson. He's their, he'd be Boston's fourth best player. I wouldn't take him over Marcus Smart because of Marcus Smart's defense, and then he's definitely not better than Jalen Brown. I mean, to me, yeah, Tatum's very good, and, you know, he can look very good at times. Also, like you said, he's inconsistent. He can look very bad. He looked awful. I mean, game one, he was terrible, and they won. But also, 
for them to win, Tatum, like I said, t- we agreed that Tatum and Brown probably got to average at least 50 combined, and then you're going to need a couple of those games where Marcus Smart goes for 20, Derek White goes for 20, something like that. And I just don't see Derek White now Horford. Marcus Smart possibly, but again, he's not very talented offensively. I just don't see them having enough. Like you said, if they win the series, I'd be stunned. Yeah, Warriors just have too much experience. They've been there too many times to lose this series. They, I mean, Steph knows what, what's at stake. Yeah. All those guys know what's at stake. I just don't see it. So we'll talk about we'll talk about the conference finals losers. What do you think Dallas got to do? They got to go after somebody, right? You think? Because I mean, they. I was going to ask you what you think. They needed to. I mean, he he's shown he can win you a series, but can he win you four series by himself? Hasn't been able to show that yet. Do you think this was a little fluky of a run? No, I don't think it was a fluke because he's so good. They did get Utah, which I picked them to beat Utah. I did not think they beat Phoenix. I actually had them losing in five to Phoenix. That's an impressive. That was an impressive feat. And for him to get there and then for them to do what they did to Phoenix in game seven, I mean, Phoenix just shit the bed. Shit the bed. How do you have this good of a team and you lose by 35 or four, how many ever it was, at home in a game seven? Devin Booker and Chris Paul, you can't no-show in a game seven. Especially not when Luka came out and said, well, if you're going to beat me, you're going to beat me by me scoring a 40-point triple-double or whatever. The game was over at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. The, the stunt, the when the – at the end, the middle, you could tell midway through the second quarter, the look on the Suns players were like, what the fuck is going on? Like, how did this, how did this get here like this? Devin yeah. Booker didn't have a field goal until the third quarter. You can't do that. Um, I think that they should also – we talked about we talked about before the podcast, we started the podcast, Levine and Beal are going to be very hot commodities for teams, I think, that are looking for a really good number two. Um, I think we'll, I have the Hawks on here. I think the Hawks will be in the search for Zach Levine and Bradley Beal, the Blazers. I think the Mavs should also be on that list. If you're the Mavs, I think Beal fits next to Luka better than Levine, you know, with his catching so ability. Sign and trade scenarios. So if they were if, if they were to get if they were to get Beal, they would be get, they would definitely have to go Jalen Brunson. You probably trade Jalen Brunson. First uh, off, before before we start that, do you, how much would you pay Jalen Brunson if you were the Mavs? At most, I'd give him eighteen million a year, and they're willing to give him twenty five. I think, and most teams are. I'm just not giving him a hundred million dollars. If I'm giving him twenty five, I'm giving him a two or three year deal. I'm not giving him four or five years. So he's going to get $100 million He's probably going to get $100 million. From the Mavs, probably? From somebody. Well, the Mavs will match. Somebody's going to offer him the, you know, one of those shit teams that has a lot of money is going to offer him $100 million and they'll have to choose the match or not. And they will? They will unless they can get, like they, like you said, unless they can work out a way, sign a sign and trade. Because I think if you're Brunson, yeah, he'd like to win a title, I'm sure. He knows he's got to cash in, no matter what team it is. So like I said, the Wizards, if you're giving up Beal... I think they'd be willing to get a young guy like Brunson, and they'd be willing to give him hundred million. And you get off the deal, you just you know you give off a deal. Beal's going to get five year max. You could probably get Dorian Finney-Smith or Hardaway Jr. And I'm guessing a, a couple first round picks. Probably the Mavs first rounder this year, which is I think they have their first rounder. You'd probably give up your twenty six pick this year, and you'd probably give up a pick in twenty twenty four. And then you know so Jalen Brunson, let's say Finney-Smith and two first round picks would get you Beal, and I think that's the right move. Has Beal ever showed anybody that he can be a number one and one? No. So put him as a number two next to Luca, and I think it works. So what's your gut on what you think is going to happen? 
they're going to end up with the exact same team they just had. That's my feeling. That's really what I feel. Because Why? Like, why wouldn't they make a move? Well, here's the thing. They, there's another guy out there they can make a move for. This is probably the least likely to happen, but I think they'll give this a try. The sign-in trades are so hard to pull off. Because Bradley Beal and Zach Levine have the luxury to go wherever the hell they please. So it's hard to say, okay, well, you know, let's try to recruit one of those guys here. Especially Beal. He said that he would love to play next to Dame. If I'm choosing Dame or Luka at this point, I'm choosing Luka for sure to play with, but that's his cup of tea. Levine really wants to play for the Lakers, um, which is a topic we'll get into later. You know, there's other teams out there. Keep your eye out on Donovan Mitchell. He want, He's yeah. really pissed off about the Quinn Snyder thing. Really pissed off there. So watch out for Donovan Mitchell for the Mavs to make a move for him. Um, you know, I just I think at the end of the day that I don't know what it is. Dallas just doesn't seem like a spot for a lot of people. They've always, they've struck out in a lot of guys. Remember, they had the DeAndre Jordan deal done. They almost have the Marcus Aldridge. It seems like a lot of guys just don't want to go there for some reason. So I think Cuban is going to have is it, to. Uh, is it a Cuban thing? That's why I don't know. It what might be. It, I, I don't know what it is. I really don't know. Nobody's really talked about that. And I've always thought it was weird that they've never been able to get superstars when they had Dirk, who obviously was one of the most selfless players. Like, he would welcome anybody in. Luca is obviously. I don't get how you would not want to play with Luca. He gets people involved. I mean, I might. It may be a Mark Cuban thing. So I have a feeling they're going to bring Brunson back, and then we'll see what happens. I mean, I just don't think you can win a title with Jalen Brunson as your number two. I know they didn't have Hardaway Jr., but was Hardaway Jr. really enough to say okay they could have beat Golden State? Probably not. Can't say Hardaway Jr. changes that series completely. So I have a feeling they'll end up with Brunson. And the Heat are really stuck on. They have to. He have to roll back everything. You know, they can't do anything. If, Paying Kyle Lowry thirty million, thirty million dollars. Would you have rather have had Kyle Lowry this year, Russell? I guess Kyle Lowry, but like you know, even before this season, I said I've, I've never liked Kyle Lowry. Yeah, and I think his true play showed in the playoffs. Here's the thing. Here's re- here's the reason I would say Westbrook. They get off his contract next year. The Heat have to have his contract for another two. So you do get off the Westbrook contract earlier than you would get off Lowry, and Lowry's thirty seven. You know, so yeah, the Heat are kind of. I don't know what the. I don't know about the Heat. Like, I just don't know if they're ever gonna be. Able, they're not gonna be able. To, I just don't think they're ever gonna be able to get over that hump to win a title. Yeah, I think Milwaukee. If they what are were, the, what are the Heat missing? Like, what kind of player? I mean, well, they thought. Is there any chance they get a second superstar this year? Yeah, I think they would be. They in, have good Donovan, guys. I mean, Donovan they, could be in the works there. You could trade Tyler here. I would trade him. I, I like him. To, I like him, but I trade him. He hasn't. Isn't there a tension now between the? A little bit. Yeah, he's like he's called him out saying he do, he won't play. He does not want to play off the bench next year. Well, well I mean, you can't. I don't, you, know, you, just, you, I don't think he's a starter. And you don't day. you don't call out Pat Riley. It's just not a good move by him for his career. I do think he's a starter. The problem with him is he averaged twenty one a game in the regular season, then he goes to eleven in the postseason. You just. You have to find guys that can show up in the postseason. Got hurt at the wrong time. I mean, if I think that Utah, if they go full blow up, which is very possible, if Donovan literally says, I'm, I don't want to play here, and then Rudy's like, well, I want to go to a team that has a chance to win because I don't want to play on the shitty-ass Jazz. I mean, the young guys that Miami does have, they have, you know, they got Gabe Vincent, Strews, Tyler Hero, and then some picks. You could get a decent haul for Donovan if you trade him to the Heat. Now, if Donovan goes to the Heat, that's we're talking different now. I think they probably would be the favorites in the East. If they got Donovan Mitchell next to Jimmy Butler, because Jimmy Butler's proved he's a good one, great one in the postseason. If they got Donovan, would that mean uh, Kyle Lowry's gone, or 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Can you play all three of those guys together? Probably not. You probably have to trade Kyle Lowry, too. Yeah. To make the contracts fit as well. You can't just get up the young guys and get Mitchell's salary. So, I know there's a ton of teams interested in Gobert. Charlotte said they were interested in Gobert. Um, the Knicks were interested in Gobert. So, I mean, I think it's going to be easier to trade Gobert, obviously, because you're going to be willing to get less for Gobert if you're in a rebuild. Because when you're trading Donovan, though, you're going to look at the Paul George deal. The Anthony I can see, deal. like, the Warriors fucking trading for Gobert or something. Some stupid be, shit like be that. be a great fit. He'd like, be a great fit. I heard they want to get Wiggins off their roster after this year, no matter what. Oh, there you go. You trade Wiggins and Wiseman for exactly. Gobert. I can see that happening. Absolutely can see it happening. That's a And he's a tremendous fit in Golden State. He's a better version of Andrew Bogut. Bogut was good defensively. They'd probably trade Looney, too, I'm guessing. I mean, maybe. He just seems like Golden State guy, huh? <laughs> you probably trade Wiggins. You, I would say it'd be Wiggins, Wiseman, and Moody. Yeah. But then you, you still keep Kuminga, who I think is going to be a stud. Kuminga can slide into the Wiggins role. And you have Poole. How willing, though, are they to go over the luxury tax? Because did you read the luxury tax report? The Nets and the Warriors paid $270 million by themselves. The rest of the NBA paid $220. How? Because if you get Gobert, so that, that and the Wiggins contract cancels. But contract. then you pay Poole this offseason. How much money is he going to get? Are you willing to go? You're going to be paying 150 in the luxury tax by yourself. So how willing in the luxury tax are you willing to go? The thing is, they probably got to move off Wiggins anyway. For the, if they if they so if they don't want to pay the luxury tax, they're going to trade Wiggins for next to nothing to get out of it. But you give them Gobert. I I say they're the favorites in the West next year if you give them Gobert. And again, I'm not a huge Gobert guy, but he he goes to Golden State. He has to do zero scoring. He's just got to block shots. Yeah. I mean, could you name a better power forward center defensive duo in the NBA than Draymond Green and Rudy Gobert? I don't think you can find one. No. Yeah, so, I mean, that would be a tremendous move for them if they got Rudy Gobert. I have a feeling Utah goes full blow up, though. I mean, Donovan does not seem to want to be there anymore. I don't think Rudy's going to stick around for a rebuild. So, I don't know, you know. What do you think Milwaukee's got to do? I said they should fire Budenholzer. I know he just won a title. I don't know that they should. You like him? He just won a title. He did just win a title. I don't, God, I just don't think he's a good coach. I really don't. I think Quinn Snyder's a better coach. So that's what you do? Yeah. Better, I'm better do it, though, because Charlotte, who was about to hire Kenny Atkinson, the assistant for Golden State, has now held stopped their negotiations with Atkinson to interview Quinn Snyder, which I think if Quinn Snyder, you get Lamelo can get a coach like Quinn Snyder, I think that's tremendous. Well, what do you do if you're Milwaukee? Because Holiday and Middleton are getting younger, but can you trade either of them for anything of value? I still, I still want Holiday. I still think he's a good fit with Giannis. Um, I would keep Holiday over Middleton. Agreed. I just don't know about their other pieces. You know, Middleton. Like you said, he's getting older. The only guy that I would guarantee you bring back, besides Holiday, of course, is Portis. But I would look to move Lopez. I think he's slowed down tremendously since the injury. And, I mean, he just can't move. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't think they need to do too much, honestly. How different would we be saying about this if they, I mean, they fucking almost beat Boston. And they didn't have Middleton. They would have beat Miami, let's be real. Yes. So, and I think they would have a decent chance to beat Golden State. 
Well, yeah, you get uh, you, like I said. I don't know if I would have picked him, but Giannis I mean, is Giannis is one of those guys that it's hard. Giannis to pick is against. that guy. It's hard to pick against. I mean, he's a yeah. top three player in the league. Like he's good enough to. I still think he's good enough to lead that roster back to the finals. Back to the finals. I could see them getting the finals next year with the East. I mean, there's no other East team that's dominant now that we've seen what the Nets are. Like, it's hard to pick them for anything. So, if I'm the Bucks, I'm still just making small moves, really small pieces to try to fit as well as you can with Giannis. I didn't think P.J. Tucker was going to be that big of a loss. It was. It honestly was. His three-point shooting and his defense was honestly a bigger loss. Just pick up guys like that, and I think they'll be fine. Because Grayson Allen did not show up in the postseason. Pat Connaughton did not show up in the postseason. And I wouldn't we, mind seeing them move on from Pat Connaughton. Honestly, yeah. I mean, what they're are giving we, him too much. What are we doing with him? He should have kept. They probably should have kept. He should not be in an eight-man rotation. Probably should have kept DiVincenzo instead of him. Yeah. Like I said, in the regular season, you like nine or ten guys. When it gets down to the postseason, you want eight. And he should not be one of your eight if you want to win a title, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, he just shouldn't. He's, he's a good basketball player, and he belongs in the NBA, but he does not deserve to be in an eight-man rotation to win the NBA Finals. I think the Nets are the clear favorites next year. How, though? Well, they get the best defensive player in basketball back. Will they? He'll play. Come on. Come on. Let's stop. How many? We got... We got six months. He's going to play by then. Come on. You never know, man. You think he's checked out? Yeah. I mean, Kyrie might be checked out. I think he likes money. Well, you got to play to get money. He didn't get any money last year. You can play and still fucking bullshit it. That's what James Harden's been doing the past two or three years. I I just, I have, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a game changer. I do. I think Simmons being there. Is a game changer. Now it doesn't make. Now after watching the Boston series, it doesn't make me say that if he had been playing and he was fully ready to go to play Boston, they would have won that series. They would not have got swept. I think Ben Simmons is a tremendous basketball player. I think he got. I think you know. I think part of it's his problem. I do also think that the way the the Sixers went about it, fully blaming him for the loss to Atlanta was bullshit. Because let's just be real, Doc Rivers, you coach like shit. Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris played like shit. Let's just not say that Ben Simmons was the reason you guys lost that series. No, the reason was because you guys just sucked, and you're in Doc Rivers an overrated coach. I was thrilled when the Sixers said they were keeping Doc Rivers because I have a feeling right now if Doc Rivers was released of his duties against uh, by Philly, Doc Rivers would probably be the coach of the Los Angeles Lakers right now, and I'm very thrilled that he's not because I do not think Doc Rivers is a good coach. I would rather give Darvin Ham the chance to become a great coach than give Doc Rivers a chance to get exposed again. Now LeBron can hide a lot of your flaws, but let's be honest. Doc Rivers, that roster you had in LA, was the that Kawhi and Paul George team was probably the best roster he's ever – well, Boston was really good too, but one of the best rosters he's ever had, and you lost in the second round. I don't know. I'm not – I'm glad that the Sixers kept him. I, I don't – I mean, no, I'll be – do you have James Harden in there? You're a little, you're a little yeah. Okay, we'll wait on James then. So one of my takes was I said Zach Levine would leave the, leave the Bulls. I do think he'll leave. The Hawks. Bad, bad step back for the Hawks this year. I know they made the run and got in the playoffs, but big step back, which we kind of called. We did say it was an overachieving, you know, season. And you never want to use the word fluke, but, I mean, goddamn, it looked like a fluke after this season. We both called it was a fluke. I think it's a fluke, 100%. Yeah. I don't – I mean, I don't think Trey Young is – Obviously, he's good, but I don't think he plays winning basketball. I don't really think he makes people around him better. I think he's kind of like a Russell Westbrook type of player that he gets really, really good stats. But 
how meaningful are some of those stats? Like, how meaningful are some of those assists, you know, points? I mean, I don't know. I just think he does a lot of unmeaningful things. I will agree. I think I think uh, I would actually say more of the time he does not play winning basketball. I do also, also just not that good of a franchise either. Like, I do also think with what he had to work with this year, which some you know, they had injuries and some of the guys I think checked out and don't really want to be there anymore. John Collins, I don't think really wants to be there. For him to win two playing games and get him there was actually pretty impressive. I will agree. He played very well in those two playing games. So, but I agree. I don't know if he's a guy that can win you a title. He's not. Yeah, Luka. I don't think. He's not Luca. Obviously, he's unreal, but I don't think he's a number one guy you can build a team around. Yeah, in my opinion, he's. Dare I say I put I put Tatum in that boat? I don't think you can wow. win a title with him as the number one. That's probably a hot take. Because, After I mean, this. you look at you look at a. You think of guys that can, win you NBA titles single like single players single LeBron. LeBron very versatile. Jason Tatum's playmaking is abysmal. LeBron gets to the rim, can score everywhere. I, you don't see Jason, you see Jason Tatum drive and then pull up with a little fifteen foot fadeaway. It's like get all the way to the rim. You're six ten. Why are you settling? Exactly. Giannis, he can get you points to the rim. Yeah, Giannis isn't as good as a shooter, but I'll take Giannis's defense and the way he can score around the basket over Tatum. Kevin Durant can get to the rim. Steph Curry has shown he now can get to the rim, and he's a leader. Like, there's just certain guys. I would take Jimmy Butler. If you had to say you build a team around one guy for one postseason run, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, I would take Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler has – he's proved that he can get you to a title. He's already done it. He's gotten you to the title. And I know Tatum's there this year, but I don't know. I don't think Jason Tatum's – I don't think the Celtics are ever going to win an NBA title with Tatum. I, I truly don't. I don't think they win – I don't think he wins Whoa. one NBA title in his career. Unless Man. they get – you may look dumb if they come back and win this series. Oh, and I'll take, I'll take, I will take it. And you know how much I don't want to say it because I don't like Golden State, so I don't want to say that Golden State's going to win. I just think they're going to. I think they're just a better team. But yeah, I agree. I think Trey Young. He's a guy. You know, it's it's fun to watch. He's damn fun to watch. But I agree. I don't think he's going to be a guy you can win a title with. No, not as a number one option. All right, you want to get into the mock? Yeah. So good. one through fourteen, you want me to alternate my number one versus what I'm hearing? Yep. Okay. So my number one pick for the Atlanta Magic would easily be the best player in this draft, and that's Chet Holmgren. He's by far the best player in this draft. He scored all three levels. He's going to be an unbelievable rim protector. I worry about I do the one worry with him is the size inside, the strength. Hundred ninety five pounds. Got to be. He's got to get two twenty in my opinion. At seven two, I just think the way he can stretch the floor, his handle's really good. He's going to be able to shoot over the top of a lot of guys, score down low, and his, and his rim protection is going to be tremendous. I got Chet Holmgren one. What I'm hearing is Orlando's going to go Jabari Smith. They love him the most, um, which I can't disagree with. I think Jabari's a tremendous player. And I would actually – Jabari and Chet are neck and neck of highest ceiling. You could argue Jabari Smith with his athleticism and, and stuff. He might have the highest upside in this class. So I, 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 I wouldn't say you're going wrong. And I think if and then so what I'm hearing is okay, see, they want Chet because they need a center. They've drafted so many guards and wings, you gotta get a big. They would love Chet, and that's what I'm hearing. He'll go to. I would say Jabari Smith goes to to OKC. And then Houston, you're obviously taking whoever's left. You're taking Ben Caro, obviously. And uh I'm lower on him than the three. I do think he can be a very good NBA player. Um worry about his basketball IQ at times. I worry about his willingness to play defense. 
Um, you know, you play at Duke and you play with one of the most talented teams in the country, you can get away with being bad on defense because you're you're surrounded by so much talent. Who has the first pick? The Magic. So they would probably need to move on from one of their bids, right? Yeah, Jonathan Isaac's probably going to be traded this offseason. Okay. So for me at four, they traded away Halliburton. I would go Jaden Ivey here for the Kings. You know, I don't think Davion Mitchell's a starter in the NBA. I really don't. I think he's too undersized to play the two. I think you can play Jaden Ivey next to De'Aaron Fox for sure. Uh, Jaden Ivey's already a better shooter than Fox. Um, and I just think he's probably the next – I think he's probably the fourth best player in this class. So I think if you're Sacramento, you're trying to get the best players you can. You know, they need to they need to stop – sometimes they like to get cute with their picks and hopeful – they get hopeful that they hit on this pick. And I just think you got to go with the best player. Uh, what I'm hearing is the Kings want to go Keegan Murray. Or uh, they, Keegan Murray and Johnny Davis are their guys. Uh, Keegan Murray is what I'm hearing. I've heard the most. I like him. Don't love him. I think it's a, he needs to be in a system, a good system for him. I don't think he can go to Sacramento and be their third scorer immediately. Um, but, you know, that's that's their cup of tea. Uh, my fifth pick, I have uh, the Pistons taking no Chad Baji. Wow. I think he fits ah. unbelievable next to Kate Cunningham. A shooter that can spread the floor, athletic. They're going to be a nasty defensive duo. Um I think that he fits well next to Cade. And, uh, you know, people are going to say, well, you're going you're to lead Shaden Sharp. Yeah, Shaden Sharp is probably an up, the upside pick here is Shaden Sharp. And um, I didn't watch him play college basketball. He didn't get to. So I still like his upside, but I would go Chai Baji here because I think his fit next to Cade is tremendous. Uh, what I'm hearing is at five, Detroit will go Jaden Ivey if he's here at five. And obviously Ke- I've heard Keegan Murray to Sacramento, so all the Pistons taking Jaden Ivey for what I'm hearing. I think him and Cade are really too similar. I don't like that fit. I think, you know, I would rather Cade be next to a guy that can shoot and spread the floor or even, you know, it's tough to draft a big. You could go Jalen Duran, who I really like, but I've heard he'll fall late tens, maybe even, you know, later, late in the lottery. For Indiana, uh, I have them taking Jalen Duran, the center. They're going to move off. They're going to Indiana. It's going to be a massive haul. They're going to move off Brogdon. T.J. Warren, Jeremy Lamb, Miles Turner, they're trying to off all those guys to just full rebuild. Jeez. So Jalen Duran replaces Miles Turner. You already have Halliburton. Get him a really good big. I think that makes sense. What I'm hearing, though, is Indiana would love – if Shaden Sharp's here, they're taking him. So Shaden Sharp here at six for what I'm hearing. Again, I think he's got tremendous upside. I don't know much about him. He's probably the guy I've actually least watched or scouted in this class. I'm going fully off of his upside and what people are saying here. Um, I have him going seven to Portland. Uh, again, and will Portland have this pick? We will see. To get Bradley Beal or Zach Levine, you may have to move this pick. So, But Shaden Sharp probably is the right pick for them. Um, for what I'm hearing for Portland, though, you're not going to like this. Johnny Davis at seven. Guy, you're low on. Go ahead. Why are you low on Johnny Davis? I just don't think his game fits the NBA at all. Like, he doesn't shoot threes. He literally – it's not like he can't. Or I don't think he can, actually. No, but he's, he just not doesn't, good. he's not a good he doesn't shoot shooter. Threes. No, he's, no. He's not overly athletic. I mean, he's obviously, you know, you're going to play in the NBA, you're athletic. But he's not an Ochai Abaji. He's not Jaden Ivey. So he could get to the rim at Wisconsin, but I don't think he's going to be able to get to the rim in the NBA. And I guess the one saving grace about him is, is his pull-up game, right? His mid-range? Getting, yeah, mid-range and... I think he's getting overrated as a defender. You got to have more to your game than just having a mid-range game. You got to be able to get to the basket and be able to shoot from the perimeter. And I think he's getting overrated as a defender. How do we know he's a – well, here's the thing. 
Yeah, you, everyone says he plays in the Big Ten. How good is the Big Ten? <laughs> they don't make. They don't do anything in March. We talked about this over text when it was happening. Big Ten teams were falling left and right. Like, how good is the Big Ten? You tell me how good they are. Well, how good are they? You guys shitted on the ACC. They had two teams in the Final Four. You said the Big 12 was, was down this year. Well, we won the national title. Villanova comes from the fucking Big East. They were in the Final Four. Stop telling me how good the Big Ten is until they do something. Because in the last, the last couple of March Madnesses, it's been rough for the Big Ten. They've been getting bounced left and right. I think he's over, getting overrated as a defender. Like you said, he can't shoot. Sure, he can get to the rim. Well, now you're going to be getting to the rim against guys. You're going to try to be getting to the rim against guys that are more athletic than you. You're going to be guarded by Marcus Smart. You're going to be guarded by those like Mikel Bridges, great wing defenders. I'm not high on him either. I do think he's going to go. He's well, no, he is probably going to go. Like you said, top eight. I would still keep him in my lottery. I don't think he's worth a top ten pick. I really don't. I, I agree with you. I, I think his ceiling's super low. I think it's super low. So at eight, I'm going with what I would do and what I'm hearing would be the same pick. Dyson Daniels to the Pelicans. So the Pelicans would move off Devontae Graham. Didn't have a great like season. Him. Didn't have a great season. Bad? Yeah. And then they, they brought in CJ McCollum and they stopped playing Devontae as starting point guard and they started playing CJ at point guard. So they would love to find a playmaking point guard. Well, in my opinion, this is the fourth best guy in the class. I know you're going to say, well, you have him going to eight. It's about fifth though too. So him going to the Pelicans fits. You have him, CJ, Brandon Ingram, Zion, Valanciunas, adding Dyson Daniels to the point guard. It's a pretty damn good starting five. And you have a bunch of – you got Herb Jones. Who's the other cat they drafted that was really good this year? Alvarado played well. They had another rookie that was good. I can't think – oh, Trey Murphy. Like, they have a really good young core. If Zion's healthy, Pelicans can be dangerous, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, so at nine, this is where I have Keegan Murray going. I actually think he fits the Spurs. I actually think Keegan Murray would fit in the Spurs system. Um, they don't really have a four-man – so I think he gets in there as your stretch four at six eight six nine. Uh, in college, I didn't think he was that athletic, but people are saying that he's a little more athletic than people think. So I'll you know give people the benefit of the doubt. I'm not high on him either. He's probably one of the guys I'm lower on in the lottery as well. I'm higher on him than or, uh, me too, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, I'm higher on Keegan Murray. I think he has weak and shoot. That's a plus. If he can shoot, that's a great starter for me in the NBA. He's so long. Yeah. He has NBA size. Exactly. So I think he has a much higher ceiling to get to than Johnny Davis does. What I'm hearing the Spurs will do is Jalen Duran. Uh, Bill Yacopertl contract is up. He had a decent season, so will they pay him $15 million a year? Who knows? So I'm going to go Jalen Duran here to the Spurs for what I'm hearing. They kind of need a center. At 10 to the Wizards, this will be interesting. You probably got to think of a wing if you're going to lose Beal. So I have the same as what I would do and what I'm hearing, and that's A.J. Griffin from Duke. I'm a, I was higher on him early on. His jump, he's a good shooter, but his slow-ass release worries me in the NBA. When you have that little set shot, it worries me. I, it was what worried me about Christian Brown, but I saw, in the combine, Christian Brown was getting the release off a lot faster than he was in college. That is why I think Christian Brown's rising, because it looks like he's significantly improved already. Um, but I still like A.J. Griffin. I think he can be a really good player in the league. Um, they got to find a guy to replace Beal, though. So, I mean, you're going to go – you still have – you saw Benedict Mathern here as well. He's really talented, but again, he played Arizona. I don't. I just don't know the Pac-12 man. The guys from the Pac-12 worry me. They Is really... Arizona gonna have three guys drafted in the first round? Arizona? Who, who's the three? Dalen Terry and Christian Coloco. Okay, so I had. I did not think. I did not put Coloco in my first round. Dalen Terry missed it by a spot for me. Okay. With for your boy. 
right. your boy Nimhard. Um, okay, so at eleven, the Knicks. I went this way. I went Ben Matherin for what I would do. Uh, shooting guard. They've, they've what tried, is his game? Just athletic. Uber athlete, really. He's got to develop a lot. He's got to develop a lot of everything. So he's uber athletic, though. Really high ceiling, I'd say. For what I'm hearing, though, is they love Jeremy Shohan out of Baylor. He's Rose. He's yeah. a, he's a. I like him. I do like him. You hated him. Though. I hated him. Call it. I absolutely not his game. Just not his game. Him. He's. <laughs> I I like him a lot. I don't have him as high as 11. I do think he's a lottery guy, though. Um, we'll get to him in a minute. So, yeah, I got them t- uh, taking Shohan. Uh, for what I would do, the Thunder, you took, for me, you took Jabari. Now you get your center, Mark Williams, out of Duke, going here at 12. In oh, my opinion, yeah. might be the best rim protector, probably the best rim protector, him or Chet, in the draft. And I think, you know, you can get Jabari Smith at the four, Mark Williams at the five. I love that for the future of OKC. You already have your guard suited out, and you got Lou Dort playing the three as your defender. Go get your four and five, man. But, and uh, what I'm hearing, they took Chet. Uh, so you probably wouldn't take Mark Williams here for what I'm hearing. I have them taking Ochai Baji out of Kansas here at 12. Um, I think he's a really good fit with them, too. Uh, you know, Shea hasn't been the healthiest the last couple of years. So, I mean... I don't think Oach is an immediate starter, but they do love they do love the small ball, so there is a chance he could be their three. Um, I think this is just where Oach falls. Charlotte is where I have Shohan going, mainly as here's another big question to Charlotte: Do you pay Miles Bridges one hundred twenty five million dollars? No. no. And they're go- and you know Michael Jordan's going to. Why? And this is why. So from what I would do, I didn't know he was even in contention for that. Yeah, he's in. The, he's he's a free agent. And he's gonna get the max. So this is what. So what I would do the max. What I would do if I'm Charlotte, I'm letting him go, and I'm drafting Shohan as his replacement. I think it makes a ton of sense. Again, I didn't like him in college. I didn't like anybody. I don't like anybody from Baylor. If you go to Baylor, I don't like you. But he's a tremendous he's talent. A, like Keegan Murray, he's an NBA guy too. Just oh, yeah. his size. And oh yeah, long his versatility. Absolutely. Uh, for Charlotte, because also the rumor is they want to move off Rozier and uh, Hayward. So for what for what I'm hearing is they would like Benedict Matherin, athlete paired next to Lamelo. Which again, I think that you either need to put a shooter or a hell of an athlete next I to like Lamelo. And I think Ben Matherin could fit next to Lamelo. Uh, for Cleveland, this is where I have Johnny Davis going to Cleveland. I mean, yeah. if you're Cleveland, he can play the three. So and your three is probably your weakest spot right now with Okoro and Seti Osman. Why not take a chance on him? You never know. So that's why I have here. I, for what I'm hearing is Cleveland loves Malachi Branham from Ohio State, uh, sharpshooter. So that is what I think Cleveland will do. And now we'll get into my 15 through 16. We'll kind of speed through these. You stop if you have any, if you want, you want to give any input on any of these guys. So for Charlotte at 15, this will be their second pick. So they took Shohan. I have them taking Malachi Branham out of Ohio State. For the Hawks, got to think of moving off John Collins. You yeah. said he didn't want to be there. I'm going Tari Eason out of LSU. Uh, Houston. They took... You know, I, I had them taking Bancaro, I think. Yes, Bancaro. So they took, they're taking uh, Usman Dieng. He's a wing from New Zealand. Played in, played in that league that... Uh, played in the New Zealand Breakers. With the New Zealand Breakers in New Zealand. They get a lot of top prospects now that are playing over New Zealand. I think they offer a lot of money. Bulls. Probably got to look at your replacement for Zach Levine. So I'm going Jaden Hardy out of the G League Ignite. Uh, he was a five-star. Could have went to any college he wanted. Chose to play G League. Ultra-talented, really raw. Timberwolves. D'Angelo Russell could be on the move this offseason, I've heard. 
So I have them picking Ty Ty Washington out of Kentucky. Ty Ty did not have the year I thought he was going to have. I thought he was going to have a way better season and be a top 10 pick. I've seen him in most people's lottery. Which is insane, I think. I mean, if you're looking at guards or wings, I don't think he's above Dyson Daniels and even the guy who didn't play Shaden Sharp because of the upside. He, a lot of people thought Ty Ty probably have the, you know, he would have been their best player, but he obviously wasn't. That was definitely Shibway. It was Shibway returned, did he not? Mm-hmm. Did uh, Trevor Keels enter? Yes, he did. Okay, idiot. Um, why? I don't. I mean, he might be a first round pick. I don't like him going there, going to the draft. I thought he'd stay from everything from the stuff I was reading. I know he was torn, but a lot of people thought he should stay. Did you see Drew Timmy stayed for? Yeah, and he's a he has two years left of eligibility. Because COVID. Because he was there during this COVID year, so he has two years left of eligibility. If you want, well, you might as well take it. He's not going to be an NBA player. How does he have two years left? He will be a true senior. Okay, so so he will be okay. He will wow. be a true senior, and he can have that super senior season. Because if you, no matter if you were a red so COVID freshman, year was his freshman year, and then yes. his year that went to the title sophomore, and then last year was a junior. This year is a senior. <laughs> Seems like he's been playing basketball as far as all as Perry Ellis. Um, Spurs, you know the Spurs love the European guys. So this is a guy that I think could possibly go lottery. Nikola Jovic, out of uh, I believe Serbia. Um, very talented. Nobody really knows much about him, but I th- this it seems like a Spurs guy. So now the Spurs have Keegan Murray at the Ford and a wing in Jovic. Here we go, Denver, Christian Brown out of Kansas, wow. and this might be low. Okay, this might be low. I I could see him going near or in the lottery. If you ask me it's right actually now, actually a possibility. Actually a possibility from what I'm hearing is he could reach high as nine ten Spurs Wizards range as well. Um, if you ask me right now if I would take Johnny Davis or Christian Brown, I'd take Christian Brown. I really would. That's how low I am on Johnny Davis. What do you think? I want to hear – you're obviously – obviously we're big time KU fans. What do you think about Brown in the NBA? Obviously when he played at KU, we were a little, you know, reluctant to say he could be a first-round pick. But unreal combine. I mean, he was by far the, by far the biggest riser in the combine. He went from – Maybe late, probably early second round, all the way to being possibly lottery. Yeah, I mean the combine was helpful to him. I did, couldn't believe his. I couldn't believe his. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm like he never. He doesn't play like he has a forty inch vertical. He doesn't play like he's a good. At a- he didn't play like he's a good athlete. Exactly, and he's a tremendous athlete. Apparently, well, I wish we could have seen more of that at KU. I know he won a national title, but still, like his combine workouts look just completely different than how he played at KU. I know it was weird when I saw him out there. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I still think he struggles with, like, lateral quickness. He does. So, I think – and, yeah, like you said, I think he needs to improve his jump shot. I did also not know he was six seven and a half. He needs to get a quicker quicker release, more more consistent. I don't know. I think he needs to get into the right system to succeed. What do you think? I agree. I think I think for him to develop quickly – Just go, go over him and Ochai. Okay, for Ochai – I think Ochai is ready for the NBA now. I think he's going to have a good rookie season. Like, I'm not saying he's going to go out and win rookie of the year. I could easily see Oach averaging 10 to 12 points a game his rookie season being a very solid rookie. Let's say Brown does go to a a, a Pacers, a Wizards. A Nuggets. Gets, well, the Nuggets oh, would be good. Not, okay, I'm going off teams not. that I would be like, well, okay, I don't like this fit. Now, he went to the Nuggets, or let's say you look at the teams in the 20s. Grizzlies. I think it's a great fit. Nuggets. I even think the Sixers would not be a bad fit for him. Uh, Mavericks, 
Miami Heat at 27, the Heat would be a great fit. Um, I would like, I would not like to see him go to a team like the Pacers, who are going to be going total rebuild, and they're going to ask him to be an immediate score. Yeah, that's the struggle for me is him going into the NBA, and a Pacers team or a Wizards team saying, "Hey, dude, we need you to average 13 to 15 points a game your rookie year." I don't know if he's ready. It's for just that. so hard to make. Like you see, Pat Connaughton. I mean, Unreal. Chris Brown are pretty similar. Yeah, I would. Connaughton's agree. a probably a way better athlete and just as good of a shooter. And you could was probably better in college. So, Connaughton was damn good in college, and he was unreal in college. It's just, it's hard to find. It's hard because we've seen him play so much that we. It's weird that people are thinking of him as a lottery pick because I don't think of him as a lottery pick. I said from the get go, I think he could be a late first round pick. I think he just needs to find his niche in the NBA. Yeah, like PJ Tucker, just straight yeah. up three and D. Like he he needs to find what he's good at, which he can because he's like that. I mean, that's what he did at KU. And I think Ochai can definitely be a 3 and D guy that's in the league for a long time. I mean, we saw this year. He was unreal. So, yeah, I think if he finds a good system, but like you said, if he goes to, like, a rebuilding team where they're going to want him to start and Score. be, like, a second or third guy, I don't, I don't like that. He just needs to be a guy who kind of fades out on the perimeter, has catch-and-shoot threes because that's what he's good at. He's not really good at dribbling and shooting off the bounce. And get to, and get into the rim. He's got to get to the rim. Which he is needs to be athletic. Suit. I would love if he went to the Grizzlies. It'd be a great fit. It'd be He's a great at, fit. They love running up and down. And guess what? They have a dog mentality, and that's what he has. He has that chip on his shoulder of, everyone doubts me, and I'm going to prove you wrong. And that's kind of how the Grizzlies play, which is the next pick. I debated, do the Nuggets take somebody else? But I feel if he's here, I think he fits Denver as well because they need a 3 and D guy. That's what they are missing is defense. And I think he can come in. It wouldn't be asked to start, I don't think. Because you still have Jamal Murray. You still have uh, uh, Monty Morris and Will Barton there. Uh, what's his name? The rookie they drafted. Bones Highland played really good. So I don't think he'd be asked to start immediately. Unless Michael Porter Jr. is still injured. Then he might be asked to start. But he'd be asked to start. If he was asked to start at Denver, I'd be a little less worried. Because so much of their scoring comes from Jokic and Murray. So I wouldn't be as worried. I think he's better than Will Barton. I, I, would, I mean, Will Barton had a very poor, poor, poor season. So, I, yeah, I, I would agree. Bones Highland was a great pick for them. I mean, the Nuggets seem to draft well. I think he'd be a good fit in Denver. Grizzlies, see what they do with Steven Adams. I haven't taken Walker Kessler out of Auburn. Um, I, I like him. I'm, I don't like that people think that – so a lot of people don't see much of a difference between him and Mark Williams, which I think is no, a crime. No, Mark crime. Williams is way Mark Williams. So Mark Williams – if Mark Williams falls out of the lottery and one of these playoff teams get Mark Williams, they're going to be thrilled. Because I do think there's a chance. Sinister. I heard he's rising. I heard he might oh, go yeah. like nine. I mean, I, I, would, I would not be shocked if he's in the top ten. Because center, if you're a, if, unless you're a Chet Holmgren type center, if you're a defensive rebounding center, you get overlooked in these drafts. You do. You get overlooked because it's like, God, do we want to draft Mark Williams at ten? And he's, you know, a, just a rim protecting. He's so rebounder. fucking athletic. Exactly. Bro. The lobs. I mean, yeah, I like Mark Williams. I don't mind. I like Kessler. Can you imagine if KU had Mark Williams? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like Kessler in this spot. 20s. Early 20s. And I think Memphis could use I like him in late, late 20s. Memphis could use a center. I mean, you really, Steven Adams not getting younger. It's, you're not going to win with Xavier Tillman as a center. It's just not going to happen. So I think Kessler going there. My last mock draft, I had him actually going to Dallas, which I would think be a great fix. They don't have a center. Him going to Dallas. Kleba. Kleba and Dwight Powell, they're like six eight centers. I mean, he'd be a great fit in Dallas. Uh, 23, Sixers, 
I wanted to figure when these later picks are a little tougher because I try to go off guys that are more like I think they can come in and be in a win now, fit the system. I want Wendell Moore from Duke. I think he's gonna be a good pro. I think he can do it. He literally had a triple double last year. He's a good scorer. Got to get more consistent shooting. He's a good passer. He's good pretty defender. similar to Ochai, really. Yeah, like so. I like this fit because I think he can come in and give them minutes immediately. So that's what you kind of got to go with here for the Bucks. I want EJ Liddell. I think he's a guy that can come in. I could not believe he averaged three and a half blocks a game as a six-seven center. Yeah, he's under. He's he's one of those guys that's like he's like low key athletic too. I think he just fit, especially when they want to play. Uh, if they want to play small and play him at the five, who'd you have him going to? Huh? Who'd you have him going to? Twenty-four to the Bucks. Yeah. So he would just be like another Portis guy. Yeah, play because I, if, if you know, let's just say they move off of uh, big man. What's his name? Lopez, which I heard they want to. You know, they'll probably start. They'll probably start uh, by Portis, and then he can be behind Portis. You know, I mean, they kind of they Portis isn't a big center either, six eight, six nine. So it's not like and Giannis is a rim protector anyway. So it's not like it hurts having a smaller five. Spurs, Spurs are so tough because I don't know how they draft. So like I think I think I always go for like kind of raw prospect. What is their future first. like? What's the word on Popovich? No idea. He still said he plans on coaching for a while. Is he not eighty three? I mean, he's clearly just not working. Like I know you have to respect. The I, they they coach, literally don't want to fire him. They want him to just retire because they don't want to fire Greg Popovich. Last time they were in the playoffs was when Kawhi got hurt, right? I think so. Which was like five six years ago. Yeah. Or they have they made it as like an eight seed or something? They were in the play in. So they made the play in. DeRozan, DeRozan's final season, they were in the play in and lost. They lost the nine. They lost the nine ten matchup. Dude, I don't know. To the Grizzlies, and the Grizzlies went on to beat the Warriors that year to get in, where the Lakers were in the play in. So I went Blake Wesley out of Notre Dame, freshman, nineteen. They've just made guy. a lot of picks that are like all similar, and that just haven't like Lonnie Walker, Keldon Johnson. Keldon's the only one that you could say that maybe panned out. Deontay Murray, they're like all like the same player. Like what are they? And they drafted out of nowhere, drafted Josh Primo. That was bad. So I went Wesley because he's nineteen. Develop him, whatever. Mavs, I went with I went with a developmental guy for them. Actually, I went Patrick Baldwin, who. Uh, Decided to not go to a big-time college and play for his dad. Yeah. And uh, didn't work out. He only averaged 12 points a game. A lot of people thought he'd average like 25. Um, concerning. It is concerning. I do think he has upside. So I've had the Mavericks picking him. Again, will the Mavericks have this pick? We don't know. Miami. This is a fall for me. A lot of people have this guy definitely going top 20, maybe lottery. Kennedy Chandler, all the way down to 27. Wow. To the Heat. Who I, believe I would love need, that. Who I believe need a point guard. If they got him, I think they'd trade Kyle Lowry. Yeah, they need a point guard. And uh, so, yeah, Golden State, I love this pick, and I think this guy should go so much higher. They need a center, Jalen Williams out of Arkansas. I think Fitz. He's an energy, rim-protecting guy that's going to run the floor. That is what they need. I think it just makes so Smaller, much sense. Yeah. yeah. So Memphis took Walker Kessler earlier. They now take your boy. Andrew Nimhart out of Gonzaga goes 29 to the Memphis Grizzlies. I love that thing. Um, Tyus Jones, a free agent. He comes in and plays behind Jaw as his backup. You never know how he might actually have to get more minutes if Jaw gets in Jaw's last couple of years. He had some injuries where he's missed multiple games. Uh, I think I think he's kind of, which I don't – like they shouldn't get a guy that's just like Jaw. I think Nimhart is more like Tyus Jones, which I like that he's going to come in. He'll be a shooter and a scorer. 
uh, can ha- he's handled the ball at the biggest stage. You know, he's he's a good ball handler. I think he's just a good he's a good he's a good backup right now for John Moran. And who knows in the future how good it'll be? OKC, I mean, they have 112 picks. I went <laughs> I went Marjon Bouchamp out of the G League because the Warriors, the Thunder, love to draft. They love to draft raw prospects. So so that'd be my mock draft. My 1.0. That's my who second. Who are some teams one. that you think absolutely have to nail their picks? And Kings, they're just drafts. Kings have to be, Kings have to nail that fourth pick, dude. They miss on so many picks. They have Every to. Every pick. They have to. Um, so what's their roster makeup right now? Fox. Davion. So they're clearly in on Fox, right? Yes. They haven't traded them. And they've signed the max last year. They're in. They're not trading Fox, and especially going against above. Their goal this year is Marvin Bagley still in the league? Yeah, he's for Detroit. He actually did not play bad when he went to Detroit. Okay. He's a free agent, though. We'll see how much money he gets. I hope somebody does not overpay for him. That would be a travesty. Okay, so the Kings have, I mean, uh, Davion, DiVincenzo, Rashawn Holmes, who is not bad. He's kind of like your Robert Williams. They have Sabonis. I heard their move is they want to make the play in next year and have a chance to get in the playoffs. Going to be tough. Got to nail your picks. And that's why I think Jaden Ivey is the correct pick. So they yes, need a small forward. They, oh, they, have, yeah, they have Harrison Barnes and Buddy Hield. Fucking shit, dude. Which I think Buddy Hield's gone this offseason. I think they trade him. They just always draft like positions that they already have. And, and, just... I, and, and I kind of have them doing the same here. But like, if you look at the next picks, the only guy you can take a chance on is Jalen Duran. And I do think he's a good player. But no, man, not... it's tough to pick a center at four like that. So who you? I mean, that's why I have them. That's why what I'm hearing is Keegan Murray because it kind of makes sense. Like he's he can play probably the three or the four. That's what they kind of need. You're probably not reaching for Mark Williams at four. AJ Griffin, they floated his name around because he'll be a small four in the NBA. I just think (laughs) if you're the Kings, you go best player available, or you trade the pick to go get an a really good established player that wants to be on the move. I don't know who that would be. But you maybe could do that, but I have, that's not the King's way. It was shocking. Who's a guy that you could see surprisingly skyrocket? <coughs> like someone who people aren't really talking about who could slide into like the top s- seven, six. I really think Shohan has a chance to go top eight. It's pretty good, yeah. I think Shohan, and I would agree with you, I'm not as high on him, but I do think Ty Ty Washington could go around 10. I don't like that. I don't think... I mean... So, your person who you'd say could fall is probably Kennedy Chandler? Ty yeah. Ty. Uh, I have Kennedy Chandler. Most people have Kennedy Chandler anywhere from 13 to 17. I've I'm seen him late lottery, yeah. I'm going 27. Uh, I know the Kings don't need a guard. Don't be shocked if Dyson Daniels goes four. Don't be shocked if he goes four. I know a lot of people have him as the fourth best player in this class. As well do I. But I just don't see the, I don't see the Kings taking him. He's a true point guard. And that would mean you'd have him and De'Aaron Fox next to each other. Nobody can shoot. Donovan Mitchell also is like 6'2", right? Yeah. So basically a point guard body. Yeah. Not really a shooting guard, just kind of a combo guard. So, the, you know, I don't know, some of the, some of the drafts. The Kings really mind-boggle people. <laughs> um, you would ha- I would have to say the Wizards got to get good on that 10th pick, especially if you're going towards a rebuild. You could say the Knicks really need a good pick. I mean, geez, the Knicks. What pick do they have? 11. That's Ochai range. That is Ochai range. Mm. Don't want him. I think, you, I think if you're the Knicks, you need to draft someone with more upside than Ochai right there. 
That's why I put Ben Matherin. I thought it made sense. I think he's really raw and he does have a lot of upside and he's uber athletic. I could, I could also, like I said, I had Shohan going there for what I'm hearing. So you don't have Trevor Keels in your round one? I do not have Keels. I also did not know that he – I would not – well, <laughs> so the only guy I would have substituted him for would have been Kennedy Chandler and Nemhard. Mm, you could I could have thrown him over Boosh Camp in the G League. I would not have thrown him over uh, Kennedy Chandler and Nemhard, though. I thought he was good, but I think – so what Duke has – how many dude guys have gone? Just three? Who's the other guy that's in the draft? Did what's his name, the little point guard, go? Roach? No. Okay, good. Well, I think he's going to be a star. So they have five guys in the draft. Kills. Oh, so I do have four dude guys going. Williams. So I have Bancaro. Griffin. Kills. Wendell. So I have Bancaro going three. Griffin, 10. Williams, 12. And Wendell Moore, 23. 23. You could honestly sneak kills in there at the end. They could have five guys in the first round. It's very possible. The one thing about the NBA draft, there's so many more trades in the NBA draft. These picks just move constantly in the NBA draft. So annoying. Do you think Remy or Dave have a prayer to... They're not going to get drafted. We know that. Do you think they have a prayer to make it in the NBA? Like two-way two-way contracts? Oh, they'll both get two-way contracts. I think they'll both get... Or they'll both definitely be on a roster... Compete for a 14th, 15th spot, probably end up in that two way deal with the, in the G League to start their careers. I don't know who has a better chance, man, because Remy's so small. How is he going to be able to defend in the NBA? I just don't know. Dave is just so dumb. I don't know how he can defend in the NBA. But, I mean, Dave isn't really an undersized center anymore in the NBA. 6'10 is not really an undersized center anymore. But the only problem is, is I just don't know if he's athletic enough to be a good defender. I would say, I'll say Remy has a better chance of being on the roster throughout the NBA year than Dave. Both will get their chance. I do think both will get their chance. Hopefully Remy's playing for the Lakers G League. That'd be sweet. But yeah. <laughs> I already saw that Mitch is going overseas immediately. Is he? Yeah, Bill announced that he's already started working out contracts overseas. He should. Michael Beasley got paid, huh? You One, see that? How many? One and a half million for two years. Or one and a half million a year for two years. And I don't remember what league it was. Before oh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pause it here in a minute to have a break in the segments. What'd you think of DJ leaving the tour? Hundred and twenty five million dollars? I just saw that Phil came out and said he like just now recently he said he admitted he has like a crippling gambling addiction. So that explains why he went there, because he's probably in debt. They paid him a lot. They just said, I'm for Tiger. $300 million for... And then he said, no. He said, I don't have to. Why would Tiger go? He doesn't need the money. He's yeah. a billionaire. I, Tiger's... That's what's crazy about Tiger. All his money is... Do you see Ron's billionaire now? Ron is a billionaire. I saw he's probably starting his own podcast, too. Yeah, we'll join get, join we'll get, up. We'll get him on. We'll get him on for the season. We'll talk We'll talk to the Lakers making the finals. All right, I'll be right back, guys. All right, guys. We're back with segment three. Going to get into some sports hot takes. Got some NFL ones, NBA ones, a couple combat sports ones. Um, I'm gonna. Do you have some down? Yep. For do you have a couple sports down? Um, I think it's just NBA and NFL. Actually. Okay, we'll start with NFL. How many you got down? NFL. I got seven down. I just have three for NFL. Okay. Um. So my first one is, Denver Broncos will miss the playoffs next year. I have a similar one. 
Raiders will miss the playoffs. So basically, I'm so I'm, saying, I'm saying Denver, the Broncos will be the third best team in the division, and the Raiders will be the last. Yeah. So we're kind of flipping. And you kind of lead in my next one. Derek Carr will prove he's an elite quarterback in the NFL. Derek Carr and Devontae Adams will not be good as everyone thinks. <laughs> I have the I would I I don't have this down, but I'll say it here. I'll say it right here now. The Las Vegas Raiders will be in the AFC Championship game next year. Wow. And sadly. Sadly, they will not. They will not play the Kansas City Chiefs. They'll play the Buffalo Bills. I think it's gonna be Bills Raiders in the AFC title game. And I'm just saying, I'll, I'll just say it now: the Buffalo Bills won the Super Bowl next year, and I don't think it's close. I think they run through everybody. Dude, this is way this is way different than what you were saying two months ago. I know. I've changed. I've changed. I've changed on the Bills. Well, let me let me let me read one of my hot takes, and then agree with it because you're gonna agree with it, obviously. And then tell us why you're saying what you're saying about the Raiders. So, um, my next hot take was Josh Allen proves he's the second best player in the NFL. Behind Mahomes? Yeah. I agree with that. He's the second best quarterback. Yes. He has a better team. So, now go to Derek Carr. So, now, no, now explain why. Because you were fully on I know. the Chiefs train. I was on the Chiefs ago. train. Even after we said Tyreek's gone, you were saying, yep, they're still going to win it all. They're still the best team. I'm worried I'm really worried about the loss of Tyron Matthew. I'm really worried about the defense. I don't know how much... Even with all the guys they got? They got a lot of rookies, but... They got a lot of rookies and stuff, but... You're coming into Kansas City. Those guys have a ton more pressure on them than a normal situation. You're coming in expecting to win championships. I just truly think Josh Allen has been heartbroken two times now. I think he gets over the hump. I think Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the NFL. And again, the best quarterback in the NFL doesn't win every year. The Rams just won it. Stafford's a great quarterback. He's not in my top five, maybe not in my top seven. I think the Bills are just going to – I think Josh Allen's going to have an – I think Josh Allen's going to have an unbelievable season. I think he's going to win MVP, and I think they're going to get over the hump. I truly do. I just think – I was off about him. I admitted I was wrong after the playoffs. They should have beat the Chiefs. You Twice. 13 seconds, you can't lose the game. You can't lose that game. But I, I think they learned from it, and I think that they get it done this year. And I do think the winner – I do think – I do think whoever, if it's the Chiefs or the Bills that come out of the AFC, I'm probably picking the AFC to win it next year. I, the NFC is really down. Give me your NFL semifinals then. So you just said Bills versus Raiders? Bills, Raiders. And then no. Bills, Raiders, Bills versus... Cowboys, Rams. It's hard not to say Rams as one of them. Cowboys, Rams, Rams lose to the Bills in the Super Bowl. That'd be my Super Bowl. Rams, Rams, Bills over the Rams would be my Super Bowl. I think that's my, probably my Super Bowl right now. Right now it's my Super Bowl. And again, things can change. Change my mind all the time. This is the joy of having my own podcast. Change my mind all the time. Hell, by week one, I might be saying, fuck no, I, I'm wrong. Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. After, I, guarantee, yeah. I guarantee by week three you say Chiefs. I am, I am, I've been too low on the Bills, and now people might think I'm too high. I don't think I'm too high. I think they're that good. I think Josh Allen is that good. The only thing that could stop them, I think, is a catastrophic injury to Diggs or him. Or the Chiefs. Yeah. Or the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm not going to say the Chiefs aren't going to have a chance. The Chiefs are going to have You have Patrick Mahomes. You have a chance in every fucking game. And now if the Chiefs hit them. Just do your power rankings right now. AFC. Okay, this isn't. I don't know if the I would not. I don't have the Raiders over the Chiefs ranking-wise right now. I'm just saying by the season goes on. Explain your Derek Carr takes. Okay, so Derek Carr, me and my brother looking at stats. 4,000 yards, 4,500-yard passer. He now 
has the best receiving core he's ever had. Adams, Renfro, Waller. Top five in the league. Brian, Brian, Brian Edwards as well. The young guy they drafted at LSU. Oh, absolutely. Might be the best. Nah, not the best. Top so three. So he has no excuses now. Yeah. So you add the best receiver in football. I don't see how it goes bad. Unless. And this is the only way it goes bad. If he pulls a Baker and forces every ball to Devontae Adams. That's the only way I think this goes bad. It's if he's like, man, I Devontae Adams now. I just got to throw him the fucking football. You're not worried about the defense or the division they're in at all? Oh, very worried about the divisions. Maybe the best division we've ever seen. They do have a chance for all four teams to make the playoffs. But here's the thing. I think one of them is going to get beaten no up. no way. One of them is going to get beaten up. Yeah. And I'm down on Russell Wilson. I have it's going to be the Broncos or the Raiders, one of them. Oh, yeah. Chargers and Chiefs are going to be fine. I mean, Chargers are – again, Chargers. You pick we'll talk them about up. them later. All right. We'll talk about them in a bit. Um, yeah, I just think Derek Carr is going to pr- – I think he's going to have – So that's crazy. We had two different takes. I know. That. So you have the Raiders missing, I have the Broncos, and I, I think Derek Carr and Devontae Adams are going to be unbelievable. I do. That's not even me saying, oh, Russ is going to work out. That's just me. You don't, you're not high on the Raiders. Again, I see, it's just I see people being high, so I'm going to say, all right, hot take. I, I don't think they'll be that good. Here's the thing about Russ. Yeah, he upgrades, he upgrades at O-line. I would say DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are both better receivers than anybody Denver has. Judy Sutton, I, th- I would take Lockett and DK right now, especially DK. Not even close. Didn't they trade Noah Fan too? Exactly. I mean, dude, they traded a lot. I know you had to get him. You had to yeah. beat in this division. You had to do it because if you, you're all about Drew Lock next year. You're winning three games. I don't even like. I think the Broncos know. Normally, when you get a quarterback and you pay him a shit ton of money and free agency or trade, it's usually a win now. But I think even the Broncos know, all right, getting Russ doesn't mean win now. No. Like, with this division, it's probably not realistic for us to win right now. But if we get Russ, they, we can win a Super Bowl in the next five to ten years. Well, if Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, they got to rely on running the football more than passing, in my opinion. So I agree. They had to do it. But, I mean, if you're the Broncos, you're dumb for thinking, oh, it's win now. Like, the division. You, you, should, you should probably be expecting playoffs if you're Denver. Yeah, I would say with, with Russell Wilson, you and if he's healthy, you Six expect playoffs. Seed. Yeah, well, they're wild card. They're fighting for the last wild card. We'll get to, we'll get. Into- Who knows, man? I mean, the Chargers, the Chargers, the Charger. They're known for being having a great roster. That's true. They're always known That's for that. True. So you never know. You never know. Maybe maybe they'll they'll be the worst team. Who knows? Talent wise, they shouldn't be. But I'll tell you, I love the Chiefs getting Ronald Jones if he's healthy. I love that too. That's a great addition. Who else is the running backs? They keep McKinnon? No. Edward Solaire's still there. Clyde's there. Clyde and Ronald. It's a good duo. Yeah, I Ronald's think Ronald good. Jones probably going to be the starter. Dude, during the Super Bowl run, he was fucking good. I mean, Maybe not the run, but that year. He yeah, was good. that year he was good. And I thought it was took a... over during the Super Bowl run, right? Here's what, here's what will be my difference. I might not say the Chiefs are over the Bills by the time the regular season rolls around. If Sky Moore is as good as people are saying, you might get me to change my opinion after week four, if Sky Moore is that good. Well, it looks like to me Justin Ross is absolutely tearing the fuck up. How did, they, how did Justin Ross go undrafted and I didn't even know? What were the Cowboys doing? Why didn't we get Justin Ross? <laughs> I like if Sky Moore can be that dude to mix, because I don't think Juju and Valdez Scanlon can be no. your undisputed number one. But if Sky Moore is good as rookie year, that's a very good three. It's a very good top three receiving court. Because, again, you don't have to have a number one receiver. You got Kelsey. Yep. He's your number one. And he's going to have an unreal season as well. Chiefs are going to be fine. I mean, it's Mahomes. The best yeah, quarterback. Their schedule's on. Unreal. I, I went through their schedule. 
because I, I did the I did I literally did week by week so I get the records for how I won for everybody. I still have them going thirteen and four. It's and gonna I, be tough. I had the Bills with the best record at There's gonna be fifteen going and two. Sure. I got the Bills going fifteen and two. Losing to who? Chiefs. In the regular season. Did not have them losing the division game. Actually, I think I still have. Oh no, I don't have. I just have the records. Oh no, I'm going uh, fourteen and three. My, re- I'm gonna have to do it again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it again right before the season. But those were the standings I had. Some of the standings, as the AFC, and then this could change. Moving them up. Yeah, we're waiting to hear. You know, waiting to hear Deshaun. Is he gonna play? Is he gonna play right. football this year? If he plays football this year, they're gonna win the division. Dude, I have a feeling he won't be playing. I have a feeling he's missing at least eight games. At, and what I've heard, it's probably at, at his best is probably six. It's probably going to be eight to what ten. What is the no? Like, what are the facts? Like, what I don't know. On? No one knows. What, I mean, no one's telling. Everyone's like, well, yeah, there's all these stories, but what do we know is true? Okay, so another one. I think Joe Burrow is an overrated quarterback. Wow. Okay. I think he's good. Now, here's the thing. Here's what here, do I have? I think he's around the nine, ten, eleven range in the NFL right now. There's too many people that have him in the top five. That is utterly. Mahomes, Allen, Brady, Rodgers. So is he better than Lamar? Is he better than Herbert? Is he better than Stafford? Is he better than Deshaun? I don't think so. I don't think he's better than any of them. Desha- That's the next one. Deshaun Watson is the fifth best quarterback in the NFL. One point. Will he play? Well, that's a big question. <laughs> that is a huge question. Is he going <laughs> to play football? I mean, good God. Can, this man, can we get this sorted out so we know if he's ever going to play football again? I just don't think Joe Burrow is – I think he's very good. And, again, I'm not saying he's not elite because I hate when people put the limit on elite. Like, you only have seven guys that are elite quarterbacks. Why can't you have, why can't you have 10 or 12? There might be 10 or 12. I'm not saying there is. I think there's probably 10, maybe 11. So you think he's an elite quarterback? Yes. Mahomes, Allen, Brady, Rodgers, Watson, Lamar, Stafford, Herbert, Russ, Burrow. And then – you have your next three. What about Derek Carr? We're going to find he out. He proves it this year. He proves it this year. Because then you have your next three. Derek Carr, Dak, Kyler Murray. Floating around. I'm so off of Kyler Murray train right now. It's unbelievable how off I am. Just the way he's acted this offseason, I'm off of it. And they don't have Hawkins the first six, seven games, whatever it is. All right. You have one more NFL? Mac Jones regresses. I, well, we're gonna, um, we can talk about it now, too. That's in one of my... Uh, Way too early predictions. I 100% agree with you. I think the Patriots are not good this year, and I do think he regresses. I mean, I do think he's a good leader, game manager, but at some point that catches up to you. You know. He's just weapons, man. I got away with it last year. Huh? Kendrick Bourne. You had two tight ends. You didn't even use Johnny Smith, and you paid him how much money? I didn't understand that. They they said, well, we're going to run two tight end system. Well, I saw Hunter Henry out there. I didn't see Johnny. Lost his OC, right? McDaniels. Yep. Another reason why I'm confident in Vegas. I think McDaniels is a good coach. So here's a couple, like, fantasy football ones. Austin Eckler will end up as the best fantasy running back next year. He will be the number one fantasy running back over the season. He'll be the best. You're saying that? Yep. That's bold. 
I had I had the decision. Just that because I had him last year. I know. And he was unreal. I think he was running back number two behind Jonathan Taylor. I think he's won this year. And I think Jonathan Taylor's two. I mean, they give him so... Wow. You know, I think Jonathan Taylor's two. And because, first off, Eckler gets a lot of love in the passing game. With Matt Ryan, the Colts are going to throw the ball way more than they did last year than when they had Carson Wentz. I still think Jonathan Taylor's going to We'll, we'll be talk about that later win. in the rapid fire. Zeke Elliott will finish as a top five fantasy <laughs> running back this season. That is one of my predictions. That's one of my hot takes. I think Zeke's going to come out with fire. I think he's going to have an unreal season. Okay. And Cooper Cup. Goes back to back. Duplicate what he did last season. I think he's just the best. I, I think there's an argument if you want to say he's the best receiver in football. I think you could say he's better than Devontae. I don't. I think he's right there. I think he does what he did last year. I, I, you, you can say, well, they're going to have different coverages for him. I don't know how you guard his route running. You can't. There's not a corner in the NFL that can guard his route running. You know who can guard his route running? Maybe the guy that's on his team. All right. Some NBA ones. Let's get out of the way. The Los Angeles Lakers will win. Yeah, maybe I've said this three straight years. Four straight years. Every year LeBron's probably been in LA, I've probably said it. So I'm one for one for four. The Lakers will win the 2023 NBA title. And I think if LeBron wants to win another NBA title, he must do it in the next two years or the window's closed. Yeah. I will say there's a caveat to this. AD's got to play 60-plus games. And I have faith that he's going to play 60-plus games. So he has to be fully healthy. Almost all year. But all of the playoffs, right? Well, maybe LeBron can win the finals by himself. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be healthy. No, if LeBron's going to win a title, Anthony Davis has to be a part of it. It has to be a part of it. But I think he will be. And this is with or without Russell Westbrook. You want him on the team? That's fine. They'll win it anyway. He'll get really Russell Westbrook. They can, I don't think they can win it with Russ. I think if AD was healthy last this year, they would have been in the conference finals. And they would have had a chance of beating Golden State if AD was healthy this year. So they would have played the Suns round one? Well, if AD was healthy this year, I don't think they would have been in the play-in. I think they would have been a 5-4. They would have played the Suns in round two. I don't know. You called it, call it. Yeah, I guess AD was hurt, so it's hard to... I said, I said if AD was healthy and they would have got the seven, they would have, or they would have got the eight, they could have beat the Suns. And, well, the Suns got kind of exposed. What do you have to say about their terrible roster, though? Like, their bench and their well, role players. Well, I mean, players. there was, you know, it's not, they missed. Here's the thing. I think some of the younger guys, Monk and Reeves, proved they can play winning basketball and will play on the team. It was actually some of the veterans that was like, okay, well, he can't be back next year. Trevor Reza, see ya. Get overseas. He's abysmal. I think... DJ Jordan. Oh, my God. If, I think if you're running the four-out one in that he wants to run, and AD's playing your five... You so can, are they going to have to just do a bunch of one-year deals again? Yeah, most With likely. Pets? I think... The, the, or, yeah, or, or trades. Like, who's back? LeBron, AD, Russ, Reeves, Stanley Johnson, Kendrick Nunn, Horton Tucker. Those seven are back. I think Monk? you... Monk is a free agent. So you have eight guys, free agents. Yeah. And they're probably just going to sign eight vets. Yeah, and they they have to do something. Well, they got to do something different. You can't just bring in all 35-year-old pluses. you got to try to get some of the guys that are in, you know, 29, 28 range, too. You can't just fucking bring in. Can't do it. It didn't work. I thought it could. I was wrong. I'll admit I was wrong. It can't work. 
You can't have all these old guys. Guy I would bring back, if you're going to play the four out one in. Hello? I would bring back Melo, reducing his role. He, he, 10 to 15 tonight. He can't be playing 25 minutes for me. Not a prayer, not anymore. I'd bring back Dwight Howard as a backup center. If you're going to play, if he's going to stick to four out one in with AD as the five, and he, AD's playing 35 minutes a night, I'm fine with Dwight Howard getting those 13 minutes a night. I'm fine with that. That's okay with me. The center isn't my worry. That's not the spot I worry about. I worry about the 3 and D guys they bring in. You have to look these guys in the eye and tell them, dude, you're playing for the fucking Lakers. You're not playing for the fucking Pelicans. Like, this is bigger than, this is maybe the biggest sporting franchise in the world. You can't just be, like, happy to be here. Especially LeBron entering year 20. Year fucking 20. Get it, get it right. Or he's going to walk next summer. Get it right or there's a chance he walks. I bet he does. You go. Your hot take. Your first NBA hot take. Have you discussed the Levine trade yet? We'll discuss it. So this is the trade I think is going to go down. I you think guaranteed it. I'm guaranteeing it's 100 percent going to happen. I'll call it right now. The Lakers are going to trade. Do you have like? Have you heard this information, or you're you're just? I've heard. It? I've heard rumblings that this is how this is. If it happened, this is how it would happen. And I think the Lakers are going to do everything possible to make it happen. Michael See, Jordan, I just heard that they were going to keep Russ. Like. They're not going to yeah. give up the first well, round pick, I, I, and they don't want to give up THD. That might be more mind boggling than saying I want to keep. I'd rather I, I keep Westbrook over THD. I don't know why are they scared to give him up, dude. He's lost all of his value. I think the trade would be the Lake. So here's why the Hornets are. Here's why the Hornets enter this trade for Levine. They want to get off Hayward and Rozier's contracts early. So they can have money for next offseason. This trade does that for them. Russell Westbrook, Taylor Horton Tucker, Kendrick Nunn. No, you'd probably, keep, you'd probably be able to keep Nunn. You keep Nunn, you go Russell and Taylor Horton Tucker. A first-round pick goes to Charlotte. Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier, they go to Chicago. Zach Levine comes to the Lakers. Why are we high on, what, on fucking Horton Tucker? He is ass. Admit that you made the mistake of keeping him over Caruso. Admit that mistake. How bad does that look? Bad. Real bad. God, this fucking franchise is just a shit show. Who else did they get walk away from from their title? Danny Green, which, I mean, he's been pretty bad too. When you go back on that, I would definitely keep KCP, Kuzma, and Harrell last year over Westbrook. I would have liked, yeah, I just wish they would have kept Dwight and... Um, JaVale. JaVale. They should have just ran it back with that team. They got greedy and tried to make too many big moves and then kind of backfired on them, and now they're searching for answers. You know what's crazy? If you run back that team, there's only one team that got significantly better in the West that you'd have to deal with. That was the Suns. And I think that team that won the bubble defensively could have beat the Suns. Yeah. And I think that team defensively could have beat the Bucks in the NBA Finals. Now, again, we're also not including that AD and LeBron did get hurt. So that could have changed some things, too. But I mean, they, I would have rather seen them run back that team than do it. They, they were on their way to beating the Suns before. <laughs> it was going to be a fucking win five. Series was over in five. Vanthy Davis doesn't go down. He was dominating the Suns. They didn't have an answer. And then he goes down and they lose three straight. They weren't, gonna, they weren't losing three straight if he was there. Definitely not. They would have been in the finals. That's a seven. 
They would have made the finals that year easily. Go well, you probably that was, that was their first. Oh, because they beat the Warriors in the play-in, right? Yeah, you would have had to play the Clippers in round two though, without Kawhi. No, 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 no. They were the four. They played. Uh, you would have to play the three. They the played Nuggets Denver. with nobody. The Suns swept them. Yeah, and then you would have played the Clippers with no Kawhi. Walked to the finals, and we matched up with that roster that we had in the bubble. We matched up so well with the Bucks. So well. I wanted to play them so bad. We, we would have beat them in 2021. Ben Simmons will win Defense Player of the Year next year. <laughs> I know you don't like that. I just don't know how committed he is to basketball. It's going to be awesome when I'm right. and Everyone in, everyone in the sports world is so wrong. It's going to be so awesome. He's so good. He's going to be fine. They fucked him over first. He fucked himself at the end. They fucked him over first, though. They put it in his head that everything was his fault. That's bullshit. Fucking Joel. And then again, oh, then we got James Harden. Where are you at? You lose in the second round. Did you get better? You lost in the same spot you did the year prior. So it was who's, and then whose fault was it? I haven't heard Doc Rivers or any of the Daryl Morey come out and say it was James Harden's fault. And he shot tw- two times in the second half of game six to go home. Maybe we talked about it before they had to make that trade, though. Had to. It just didn't pay out for the Nets this year. The Nets are... If Ben Simmons is mind is right playing basketball, the Nets have won that trade in the long run. Easily. James Harden has regressed. They'll win the trade if they can keep the big three together. Yeah, true. If, if Kyrie and KD walk, oh, I mean, it doesn't matter. Am I not a Russell for Kyrie swap? I'll take Kyrie. <laughs> I'd love that. If you could... AD and Russ for Kyrie and Simmons. Yeah. That's just not realistic. <laughs> Would you do AD and Russ for Kyrie? No, not with not with his problems. No, you got to give me some insurance on a couple other players. I want I want like a Seth. What if Curry. I say no? You're gonna say no? Absolutely, I'm saying no. What if Kyrie publicly comes out and says, "I I'm, regret I regret my career decision to leave LeBron. We should have had three to four titles together. I want to end. I want him to end his career playing with me." That's all I need to hear from Kyrie Irving. We can do it. I'm ready to play. I want to be in L.A. Yeah, and then we trade for Kevin Love. Band is back together. <laughs> and they win a title. I would love that, dude. I miss that big three so much. Those but seriously, three. you would... If Kyrie comes out... If Kyrie came out and said, I'm going to be committed to fucking basketball, and during the season, I'm not going to be worried about... I'm, you know, I don't care if people have little comments about politics. I don't want you leaving a team for fucking two months, though, and going doing politics shit. You're an NBA player first. If he's going to say, I am... Devoted to playing basketball, and me and LeBron James are going to win NBA titles together. That's all I need to hear. Russ and AD for Kyrie. Nothing else. You don't think they throw in Seth Curry? Russ, AD, and a first-rounder for Seth and Kyrie. I don't think you—would you, you, you have to give up the first? I think you would. Okay, then I'll for, take it back. Then I'll take us. it back. Then I'll take it back. I'll do AD and Russ for Kyrie. That's it. No picks. Let them keep their later picks so when LeBron's retired, they have a draft. Russ, AD, and THG for Kyrie. Anything. THG's like throwing in a Kit Kat bar. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, you want THG? You can have him. They can give us fucking DeAndre Jordan back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have also the Philadelphia 76ers will be a play-in team next year. It will be a 70. You just want to discuss them now? So are they are they stuck? Daryl Morey loves them too much. They're stuck. 
he's going to give him a four-year max deal. And it's going to be a You think they say well? Yep. Daryl Morey loves him. That's his baby. They were together in Houston, right? He made the trade for him. Do you think he's that was done? The start of, that was the start of James Harden one out of Houston was when they let Daryl Morey go. Do you think he's done? Russ? Not, not, sorry, not Russ. Harden. As being a, as being that guy? Yeah, I still Not think, even that guy because he's with MB, so it doesn't have, I mean. Do I think he can go 21, 22, 10, and 6? Yeah. Do you think he's still an all-star? Twenty-two, ten, and seven. But like, how meaningful are those stats, though? And with the guard, some of the guards in the East, I would have to say next year he could probably still be an All Star. Not in the long run, though. Not in the long run. If if I were them, I'd be I'd be doing everything to try to trade. I would trade Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey to land a Bradley Beal. I would try to form that big three. To be honest, Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris don't cut as your third, fourth options with James Harden the way he is. And if you got Bradley Beal, James Harden could slide back to the just the facilitator guy, and Bradley Beal be your number two. That changes things. I think they can't. They're not going to be able to do anything with the roster they have. And Danny Green's career is over. They lost him. Did they? Oh, torn ACL. Yeah. He's not playing next year. Not at his age. Well, I mean, he's probably done. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think he can be an all-star possibly next year. That's it. And the Phoenix Suns will not be a top-four seed next season. Who are your top-four seeds? Clippers. I don't know what they'll, they'll battle for the five. Clippers, Lakers, Warriors, Mavericks, Pelican Suns, 5-6. All right, we'll get on to them later. Connor McGregor will have one more historic Let me put run. my NBA. Okay you, got, okay, you got some. Go ahead. So, uh, Chet Holmgren will be a bust. I disagree. I don't think he'll be a bust. I really don't. He's, I pulled up his stats for his actual competition – like, Power 5 conference competition this year, he only averaged 9, 9, and 4. It's not great. It's not great at all. I'm just so... I, I, I understand he's a unicorn, whatever he can handle, he can shoot it. But can he really shoot it? Like, did he actually prove he has range and that he can shoot it? Do you also have to take into consideration that he went to a college team that's not run, that's not built... To have a five-star average 25 points a game, it's built as an actual – it's kind of like KU. It's a system. It's not five stars come here. But even if even if that is the case, like I, I still don't think he can so, go to the NBA and get meaningful buckets. So what was his averages this season? Do you have that? I, the only thing I pulled Nine. up – I pulled swim- up his averages versus power five competition. I recalculated it myself. It was nine, nine, and four. If he's in Bancaro's spot – I think it's a completely different story. I think he's averaging damn near 23, 24 points a game in college. It's not even about the averages. It's more about his body. Like, the body I just is, think he's going to get bullied. The body so is what worries me. The, the thing I like about him the most is 
He's going to play center because he's 7'2". I would like him to put on 25 pounds of muscle to get to 220, which would be nice. Not realistic for his first year. It's gonna, that takes time. But if he's playing center in the NBA, I don't think a lot of those centers that are going to be guarding him can handle him on the perimeter. I, I don't. With his, with his handles and his shooting ability, like he doesn't – Joel Embiid and Jokic can shoot. I bet Kristaps is a better shooter than him right now with the reps that he has. He has 10 more years of reps of shooting than Chet. I bet he has. Kristaps has been dreadful, though. I just don't think think he's. mm, I just don't think he's going to be a superstar. He's more complete as an offensive player than than, uh, Kristaps. He's more willing to drive to the basket and dunk on people. Kristaps doesn't like that. Dudes are bigger in the NBA. I do agree. They are. They're more athletic. They can move laterally. You know? Even if he gets paired up against a Draymond Green, a 6'7 guy, I still think Draymond can probably lock him up. If it's out in the perimeter, if he catches the ball in the perimeter, I think Draymond can handle him, but not if he catches the ball in the post. He's going to shoot over the top of him. The reason why I like him is also in the NBA is because, first off, he has I think, I mean, thinking about centers, who has the best handle out of centers? Jokic. And he's slower than piss. Chet's not slow for a 7-2 guy. If, you, if you're going to have if you're gonna have guys like Jokic and Embiid, fucking even Rudy Gobert flying out there, they're not as quick as him off the dribble. With, the, with his dribble, they're not as quick as him. You know, I do see the concern. The, the body is a concern. That is my main concern for him. I just think he's so damn talented. I think he's going to be fine. But I do. I would say that is, that is a... That is a fair reason to say he'll be a bust. That is the reason I could see people saying he'll be a bust because of this. That reason right there. Jaden Ivey will end up being the draft's best player. I think, I mean, yeah, I think he has a chance. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that, but I don't say it's That's not like me really, truly, truly believe. I mean, kind of. I would say that you, that there's definitely a chance. I have him as the fifth best overall prospect. I mean, I think he could be like a James Harden prime type dude. Yeah, and I think he's he's more athletic. Russ, maybe like a Russ Westbrook. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's more of a L- less little less person. little less athletic version of John Moran. Yeah, I agree. I think he could be for sure. I think there's five guys in this class that I would are, say he has a better chance than Paolo Bancaro. Is that? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'm not super high. Deep on down, I'm gonna say Jabari. I mean, I just think he. He is by NBA far. Guy. He's the most upside, probably. But if I were going to say after that, I'd probably say Jaden Ivey. I think there's five guys. You got Chet, uh, Jabari, Ben Caro, Jaden Ivey, and Dyson Daniels. Those are my five best players. Dyson Daniels can't shoot. That worries me. But you can develop a jump shot still. And then my last one is if Steph wins Finals MVP, he's a top ten player in the NBA. History. All time? Yeah. So would you have him over Kevin Durant? No, I think I think KD's in my top ten. I'm trying to think of my top ten right now. LeBron, Michael, Kobe, Kareem, Wilt, Shaq. I would put Steph in over someone like Will. Maybe not on a dominant scale, but just accomplishments. Change I mean Wilt changed the game too, but Duncan seven. KD 8, Curry 9, Magic Bird 10, Hakeem in the 10 spot. I'd say Curry's 9. I'd actually I might have Curry in my top 10 now. If not, he's damn close. But I, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, if he wins finals MVP, 
which he's he's going to if they win it all. I mean, unless he just absolutely fucking pisses. No way the voters will. Even if he's only averages like twenty four a game, he's still going to average the most points, and they're going to give it to him. There's no way they do a thing like where fucking Jordan Poole just has three really good games in a row and they give it to him. There's no way they're doing that this year. The only this is what I said going in. Only way he lost it is if Clay completely turned back the clock and had an unreal series where Clay averaged like 30. You know? He's not going to lose it. There's no chance. I would agree. Because I'm not as high on guys like Magic and Bird being in my top 10. I think KD's better than Bird all time. And I think Steph's over Magic. I think Duncan gets a little pissed on for being down 10-11. I think Duncan's definitely in there. You can argue Akeem's in there over fucking Magic and uh, Bird. You know, if you're... You know, you got to include achievements in there, but if you're not... Who's your Mount Rushmore, then? Kobe, MJ, LeBron? Kareem. Be on Mount Rushmore. I would, I would be... I'd Mount start... Rushmore is different, though, because you could argue Steph is on Mount Rushmore because of the way he changed the game. Or are you going I mean, no, four best no players? Cri- no, no criteria, just who is your Mount Rushmore? Four your... best players. Yeah. LeBron, not who changed the game, just the four LeBron, best players. MJ, Kobe, Kareem, slightly over Will and Shaq. I would substitute Kareem for Shaq. Okay, that's fair. I I don't disagree with that. I think you can. I think my your the top three centers. Well, because again, I also am a guy that didn't have Bill Russell in my top thirty greatest player ever. So, and people can hate on me for that all you want. Yeah, he was he was good, but he also had eight Hall of Famers on his team. Let's not. And who were they playing? The only guy he played that was good was Wilt. Like, let's not act like he was playing the best of the best. And I understand that's a different time. I'm going off of not achievements. Achievements mean something. He has 13 or whatever it is, 11. But again, best players ever, he doesn't touch the skill of Hakeem, Duncan, Shaq, Kareem, and Wilt. I agree. I think those top three, Kareem, Wilt, and Shaq, can be interchangeable for one, two, three, in my opinion. And if you actually want to throw Hakeem over any of those, I wouldn't be mad either. So I would agree with Shaq. Yeah, I would just go Kareem, but I would agree Shaq. Top three, I think, is probably secure right now. I mean, I think... That's going to be hard. I it's going to be tough for anyone to ever There's only one guy. Move into There's that only one game. guy in the NBA right now that I think they can do that. That's KD. If he wins a title as the number one player, and clearly the number one player, which he is clearly the number one player. I think if he if he won a third title and he was dominant, he could start talking he, KD top five. I think he has to win two more on his own. And there's only really two guys active in the NBA that I think could ever crack the top ten, and that's Luka and Giannis. Ever. At the end of their careers. Not now, obviously. At the end of the careers, I think Luka and Giannis could end up having a say in that top 10 at some point. Outside of KD, Steph, and LeBron, obviously, in my top 10. But I'd agree. I honestly don't even... It is It is kind of dicey with Steph because... It is weird that he has three titles with no finals MVPs and he's this great. It is weird. I mean, 2015. If the Cavs were healthy, he wouldn't have that title, though, so... It's just... Mm. I mean, God, dude, it's so hard. That team was just so loaded. The uh, Kevin Durant teams, like... Yeah, and then KD was their... They, they relied on KD. He was their best player. I mean, KD was their best player. Yeah, I know KD didn't win it by himself, but in 2017 with that Cavs team, if they don't have KD, do they actually beat the Cavs? I don't know. I don't think so. I think the Cavs were better. I think the Cavs had caught them. I think that comeback had put it in their mind, and that's why they bitched and moaned and cried for KD to come there. I think the Cavs have put in their mind that, okay. In 2015, let's just all be honest. Call a spade a spade. If Kevin Love and Kyrie aren't injured, the Warriors don't win in 2015. The Cavs have back-to-back so they're up. 3P. 
2-1, right? Yep, and they lost three straight. When did Carrie got hurt game one? Game Broke one. Broke kneecap in end lo- of game one? Yep, and Love, uh, no, I w- around halftime. Oh, no, it was at the end. It was the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Love got hurt in the second round against Boston. Dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, so he was out every He was game. out every game. Dude, James Jones was playing significant minutes <laughs> in 2015. Mike Miller was playing consistent minutes. Like, let's just be honest. Mozgov got paid $64 million after that run. I mean, I just, you know, it is. I, I still, it's, it's, I hate, I do, I do think titles, they're very valuable. Some definitely have more value. Dirk in 2011, ultra valuable, his legacy. I think Dirk's a guy that's easily top 12. See, Katie's titles don't carry too much weight for me. Exactly. They don't. For sure they don't. LeBron in 2016, that title is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I would dare say Kobe winning back-to-back finally without Shaq. Those carry a ton of weight. Paul Pierce in Boston, I think, in 2008 is a big one. I think one. LeBron's win versus Spurs, that carries a ton of weight for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would mean, say that was so. One of the best, that was probably the best dynasty ever, maybe. <laughs> Behind the Bulls, maybe. Can't tell me. Spurs. 2013 was the, was the Heat. 2014 was the Spurs, right? Spurs won in 2014. I don't know if a single team, maybe, maybe the Kevin Durant Warriors in 2017. I don't know if any of the rest of the teams could hold a candle to those Heat and Spurs teams. Those Heat and Spurs teams were the high level. That was some of the highest level of basketball you watched. Those teams were so fucking good. Yeah. Like, dude, it was like you make a centimeter of a wrong choice. You're going to lose that series. Like, that's that, that was so high level. I couldn't. I remember in 2012, when people thought the Thunder were going to beat the Heat. Like, how fucking retarded are you to think that? When it went to the, beat the Heat, when the Heat won in seven, that was probably the best series I've ever seen. I would agree. Maybe the Cavs versus Warriors too. Maybe I would still probably put the Heat and Spurs above. Back to back. It was so back to back. It was so like back and forth. Yeah, I would agree. I think that 2013 series is probably the best I ever watched basketball wise. Obviously, the 2016 ones means the most to me because it was finally Cleveland got it. But yeah, I would agree. That series was fucking ridiculous. So good. How many, I mean, Hall of Famers left and right on those fucking teams. Seven, probably. Yeah. Maybe more on the bench, but seven starters. Yeah. Good teams. <laughs> so is that your last one for uh, NBA? Yep. Yeah, I moved one from hot takes to just rapid fire. So we'll get to that one. Conor McGregor will have one more historic run. I'll define historic run. Doesn't mean he's going to get, doesn't mean title's going to happen. Doesn't mean he even goes for a title. He might not even care about the title. He might go for big fights. I think his first fight back is going to be Nate Diaz. I think he wins that. I think his second, August. August 20th? Why do you think that? Just because what you've heard or because what I've heard? heard. Well, he's finally, well, he, he is cleared by the UFC. So he was cleared by his doctor, um, beginning of April. But then you have to go and get cleared by the UFC doctors because they have to sign off forms and shit. He was cleared by his, uh, he was cleared by the UFC doctors at the end of May, to f- that he can fully be back in competition. So now he can finally he can resume kicking, he can resume sparring, everything. So we're in that was at the end of May. So let's say June. You got July. Well, I'll actually say September. So I had two dates that I heard. Where were they at? I had them on here. Let me find them. I had two dates that I heard. What do they have this side? 
I think your next hot take might be the one I'm most excited to hear. Okay. My, do I make, okay, I have a calendar right here. Pulled. I don't have a calendar. Okay, so the dates I heard were the end of August. Anytime, any weekend in September, they have not booked a pay-per-view for September. And it's the, this is why I'm thinking it might be September. Because the UFC loves to book out their venues months and months ahead of time. We're in June, July, August, September. Three months. Normally, UFC will have their September pay-per-view booked four to five months out. They have not booked the date yet of that pay-per-view. I am guessing that one of those September weekends will be the return. That'll give him three and a half months of training. Um, I think it's Nate Diaz because, and I don't. That would be his last fight, right? Be Nate Diaz's last fight in his contract. The reason why, there is obviously a reason why. The I thought UFC, I thought I just saw you this week tweeting about Masvidal. Masvidal is a possibility. There's three names that are out there: Nate Diaz, Tony Ferguson, Jorge Masvidal. I don't think the UFC. I think Masvidal's probably. Who did he call out? Uh, oh. Oh, Usman, you said? Was he one of those or no? He won't be right away. He's, he's coming out. He's going to have a fight. He's going to have a fight for his belt in August. Um, that's the one you don't want, right? No. And here's why and I think... That's not going to be a thing. No, not right away. Maybe at some point if he wins a couple... He's got to win a couple fights. I mean, you got to prove that you can win some couple, a couple big-time fights where you can fight Usman. And even then, he's not going to beat Usman. Dare, dare to be great. That's fine. Maybe that's a farewell. Maybe that's his saying, fuck it. Let's go out and try to get the three belts. If we don't, we don't. We gun for the best fighter in the world. He is pound pound number one. So we'll see. So the three fighters are named are Diaz, Ferguson, Masvidal. I don't think they'll do Masvidal. The reason why I think it's Nate Diaz, clearly. Nate Diaz has been asking and asking and asking for a fight, and the UFC won't give it to him because the last fight is the deal. Why is that? Because the UFC wants to cash out on that trilogy. If, Nate, if they didn't want to cash out on the trilogy, they would have gave Nate Diaz a fight months ago. Just said, get the hell out of here. And said, get the fuck out then. We're done with dealing with your bullshit. But why are they waiting? There's a reason you're waiting. And it's obvious. And I don't get... Some of them maybe they seem to don't... They don't seem to see it. You're blind? And Nate Diaz would have fought three months ago if they didn't want to do this. It's going to be the trilogy. I think it's a perfect fight to come back to because Nate... Even though Nate's still tough as shit, he's clearly lost a step. And he's, he's checked out too. He's checked out completely. Would he love to go out there and beat Conor McGregor and have 2-1 on the trilogy and probably end McGregor's career? Yes. I think if Connor is fine, I think if Connor looks so good physically against Poirier in the second fight, I mean, I thought he looked really good physically. You know, then breaks his leg. That's a tough way to end it. He was losing the fight, but I didn't think we were out of it by any stretch. <laughs> I think the Nate Diaz fight just makes sense. It's a good fight for Connor to come back to. I think it's, it should be a, not easy, but it should be a win. And then you start looking. If he wins that, then you circle back to Masvidal, Michael Chandler, Poirier. Ferguson potentially if he gets a win and then if he's able to win that then you can talk about the farewell ending of, of Kamaru Usman but I think a historic run looks like back to back spectacular wins and then whatever he wants to do for the third one I don't think he should fight for the title in his first two fights I think he's got to go out win two fights in a row I believe he will and then the third fight wasn't there some talk of him getting the title fight with or does Oliveira still have the title fight or mm-hmm. no? um, well there's no champion because so- he but he, he will fight for the belt, Olvera. Whoever the just is. some random dude. Yeah, which, I mean, you know Connor. He might want to do it. I don't see why. I don't think Connor should fight at 155 again. I think at 33 now. I think uh, you should, he should just fight at 170. I think he, I mean, look, hey, look how good he looked physically against Cerrone. He was huge against Cerrone. And I just like that. I like he looks better at 170 than he does at 155. So I think it's Nate and then probably Masvidal. And I think he smashes both of them. I think those are great matchups. 
Um, and then for the third one, whatever he wants to do. If he wants to go after Poirier again because he wants that one back. If he wants to go after the titles with Oliveira Usman. I think an historic run looks at him winning two or three fights in a row and then riding off into the sunset. And I think, you know, if Conor McGregor can end his career after, you know, the last couple of years he's had, if he could win two, three in a row to end his career, I mean, I think that's an historic run for him. And I still think there's a chance to win the tie. I think if Oliver is the fight, I think he has a chance. If Usman's the fight, I don't think he has a chance. I think everyone else in between, he can beat. He can beat anybody. That is out there of name. They've named, you know, you've named Oliveira, Poirier, Chandler, Ferguson, Diaz, Masvidal, Usman. Out of those guys, I think Usman is the only one he does not have a prayer to win. I think Oliveira and Poirier are probably the next two toughest. The rest of them, I think he beats fairly easily. But yeah, I think I think he's got I think he's got one more run in him, and we'll see though. He's got to win the first one. The first one's the big one. No matter who it's against, he's got to win the first one. Okay, so I've reevaluated. Jake Paul will lose to Tommy Fury if that's his next fight. You have to stay on this, too. I will. So, I saw a thing. I've, you know, I've, I follow a bunch of fucking airhead and MMA and boxing guys that are just funny on there. And one guy said that, you know, if you watch Jake Paul's last two fights with, with uh, Woodley closely, and you know, every if you're an MMA fan, you know what Woodley's boxing is. It's an overhand right. It's, he doesn't have good boxing. It's an overhand right. And yes, Tommy Fury has not looked great in his last three performances. But if you watch Tommy Fury box, and then you watch Tyrone Woodley box, it's, it's years apart of who's, who can box. And you watch Jake Paul, especially in, you know, you watch both fights, and it's like, man, especially the first fight, edged him out. And then we watched the second fight. We watched both fights together. How, he didn't look good up until the knockout. He looked bad. Like, it was, it's a close fight with Tyron Woodley. And boxing is just different than MMA because in MMA, anything can happen. Anything can fucking happen in MMA. Jake, you know, Jake Paul could land, if Jake Paul was fighting, even if Jake Paul went over and fought a stand-up dude in MMA, he would have more of a chance, in my opinion, of winning because he could land an overhand right. He's a big dude. But against Tommy Fury, you just watch Jake Paul's skills. Yeah, they're, he's got the basics down. The basics aren't going to be good enough because Tommy... I've watched Tommy's last two fights now. The way he can set stuff up with the jab and stuff like that, it's just going to be... I may end up being wrong. Jake may have gotten a lot better since he fought Woodley, which is very fucking possible because he's got... I will say he's improved every fight. He's improved with his mechanics every fight. Just how many years is it going to take for him to catch up to Fury? I think Fury personally knocks him out. I think think, think Tommy Fury knocks Jake Paul out. I, I think it. I think what's going to happen so is scheduled for August. August twenty seventh. No, no person announced yet. I have a feeling it's going to be KSI. I just do. So let's say that happens, and of course he's probably going to knock him out. Well, then he's going to get the ideas fight. This is the goal for him. Have one fight. So why? So he's going to do that. Exactly. Why would he have fight a, an actual? Have boxer? a bridge fight to get to the DS fight. Exactly. Why would you fight Tommy Fury? So if he knocks out KSI, would you come on here and say I still haven't learned anything or? Yeah, I mean because I you can learn more from the Woodley fights than you can KSI because yeah KSI he's a tough dude sure not a boxer is that the YouTuber yeah he beat Logan but again he didn't beat Logan (laughs) but like I said it's just like I'd rather him fight fucking Woodley the third time than fight fucking KSI actually no I wouldn't say that I'd rather fight KSI because it's gonna be entertaining as fuck because KSI is probably going to sleep. And I like KSI, but 
Jake Paul's levels above him. He won't... It would be business-wise. This is the problem, though, if he fights KSI. He's going to have to admit that this is a business because if he's truly trying to progress to Canelo, you don't fight KSI. Nate Diaz makes sense. He's a huge name in the sport, and he's known for his stand-up. Again, though, it's the same thing as well. I think he beats Nate Diaz, but... Oh, you do think you'd be? Yeah, Nate's just too slow. These, these combinations are too slow. Jake would, and Jake's too big. He, I think Jake would probably finish Nate Diaz, honestly, personally. But so he's waiting. He so wants when to will you finally learn something about him? If he fights Tommy Fury, and he beats him, and even if he's if he's competitive with Fury, I'll give him his props. I'll give him his props if he's competitive. I have a feeling it's not going to be competitive though. I think he's going to be swinging, and Tommy Fury's going to be over there. And it's just going to look ugly. They're about the same size, right? Same size. Let's see it. Or if he fought Anderson Silva, who at four, he's 47, but he's coming to the sport of boxing, and he's already beaten two real boxers, a former world champion. He fights Anderson Silva and beats Anderson Silva, I'll give him his due. He's not going to fight Anderson or Tommy Fury next because he knows he's one fight away from that Nate Diaz paycheck, and that's going to be a massive pay-per-view. So why not do another massive pay-per-view? Because you know if you fight KSI, you're going to draw all these influencers in to buy it. It's going to sell a million buys. <laughs> That's just the way that shit works. So if I was him, yeah, business-wise, I would fight KSI. That doesn't prove anything to me, though. And it proves to me that you know. You know that, okay, I'm not there yet. You know, stop, just and if, if he fights KSI, stop calling out Canelo. Immediately stop calling out Canelo. Canelo's fighting two weight classes up against the best fighters in the world. You're fighting KSI, who's 1-0, and beat your brother. Like... <sighs> Let's just be honest about it. It's just not realistic. All right. Just some overreaction or not? Is it for you mainly? Yeah. The Los Angeles Lakers should move Anthony Davis this summer. Is that on your thing, though, first? No. Okay. Is that an overreaction, or is it not? It is an overreaction? Yeah. Okay. Unless they can get Kyrie. Okay. I would agree. I, I, Unless they can get the trade we talked about, which they won't. Yeah, I would agree. But, like, who would you trade straight up? Like... Giannis. But that's not going to happen. Like, realistically, exactly. like, Jokic no, or Embiid, there's no I'd realist- still probably there's- want AD. Maybe Embiid. I like Embiid more than Jokic. Yeah, I, don't I know really you like do. Jokic. Actually, I don't know if Jokic, Jokic and LeBron, and LeBron would well. not fit together. I actually think LeBron and AD would be pretty sick. Or LeBron and Joel would be pretty sick. Yeah. And as of right now, at least the last two years, you have more injury concern with AD than you do Embiid. I mean, AD for Beal? Would you do that? No. I still have faith that AD can... If he, if, if, well, here's the thing. If I know that AD is going to be healthy, which you don't... Would you do AD and Russ for Bam and Lowry? No. It's hard for me to give up AD, man. I mean, dude, I just have... He's so... He's so good when he's healthy, man. It's so tough for me to want to get rid of him. I agree with you, though. I think it's an overreaction. They should definitely give it one more year. Why not? One more year. Yeah. And Dana is one more year, though. If he's hurt, LeBron could be walking next year. So If he gets hurt this year, you just got to say, all right, fuck it. This is... Might as well trade him for something. See if you yeah. can get a fir- couple first-round picks or something. Harden will get a three-year max deal. At, le- at least a three-year max deal from the field. I don't really... That's more for you. Will he or should he? Will he? Will he? I don't. I'm, that's more you. I, I okay. Don't say I, I, I don't. I don't think that's an overreaction. He will. 
You will give them max. They'll give them at least a three-year max deal. Absolutely. What are they? They don't have any money to spend anywhere yeah. else if they lose them. So, yeah, I would say it's not an overreaction. Should he? Fuck no, they shouldn't. I know. In all reality, no, you shouldn't. You watched him play. How could you look at that play and say, yeah, we should give this guy a three-year max deal at least? So why are they? Because they just can't do anything else? Yeah, because, I mean, what's the you alternative? can't trade him, right? Like, like a Ricky Rubio? No. Can't trade him. And here's the thing, though. Like, they should try to get him on two years or three years, not if they give him four or five. It's going to be catastrophic. You're going to fuck Embiid's prime. They give him four or five years, you fucked Embiid's prime. They can't get anything for him. What team's going to trade for him? What winning team? I, what maybe? I would give. I mean, I would give up Russ for Harden. Yeah, but like realistically, though, what are you trading to get him? Like, think of a team, and it would have to be a team that's willing to win now, because he's not going to go to like the Kings or the fucking Pistons. So, like, what's realistic? Like, like I wouldn't even trade Shea Gilgis for Harden. Fuck I, no! Like. That's how low it's gotten. Like, would you trade Hero, Trey? Hero, Trey Young, Hero Lowry. I think the Heat win that trade. Oh, the Seventy Sixers <laughs> might win that trade. I think no, they, Trey Young for him. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Well, if I was the Sixers, absolutely. Zion. Pelicans wouldn't. Would you do Brandon Ingram for Harden? Just straight up. Brandon Ingram actually played pretty fucking well. I don't think I would, dude. Let's say if you're the Sixers, would you do that? Oh, yeah. If I'm the Sixers, I'd do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't like Brandon Ingram, but he's played really well this year. Like, dude, I can't think of like a realistic move. If Levine wanted to go to the, Six- to the Sixers, a Levine for Harden swap, I guess maybe that could be something. If Levine was like, hey, I'm not coming back, so I want to go to Philly. You guys get Harden. Chicago probably does it to not lose something, not lose everything. You wouldn't do Donovan for Harden anymore, could you? No, not anymore. It would have to be Harden and Maxi. Yeah. And probably a first round pick. It's and just crazy because you probably could have gotten anything you wanted two years ago for James Harden. And the Rockets bottled it. The Rockets fucked themselves. That was just such a bad trade. Terrible. I mean, good God. At that time. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter because the Nets didn't really win it either because they kind of fucked it nope, up too. The, the Cavs won the trade yeah. by getting Jared Allen for a second round pick. That was criminal what the Cavs did. <laughs> criminal. Ben Simmons will prove he's the missing piece for the Brooklyn Nets next season. Overreaction? Or not? Yeah. Kind of talked on that earlier, but I don't. I just don't think the Nets are going to work out. I've seen the story too many times with... Kyrie with KD. In a perfect world, yeah. I mean, he probably could be the perfect fit, but I just think there's going to be too many moving parts where I still don't know enough about his commitment to the game where I can say it's going to work. Fair enough. The Golden State Warriors dynasty is back and will continue for at least the next two to three seasons. That was in my questions to you, so we can both answer this. Um... I mean, I want to say overreaction, but like, just I think they'll, I think they'll compete. I think the teams compete. in the NBA just like, haven't really shown me much. They'll compete. You know? They'll they'll compete, and they'll probably be in the conference finals and stuff. Or they'll probably be around, or they'll either be right before the conference finals, or in the conference finals, or in the finals, probably the next two or three years. Yeah, I'd say it's not an overreaction. So, if my question was, is this the second coming of the Warriors dynasty? 
I don't know about the second coming because I don't think they won three Just titles. But I think it's an extension of it. Like they're still going to be very competitive and very good for the next three years. I don't think they rally off three titles in the next four years though, because that's what they did. That's what I'll they did say. Before. Steph gets two more for his career this year, including including this year. So one more after that. Okay. I'm gonna say he gets this one, and then he might get another one. You could be right on. You could be right on another one, which would be massive for him. In today's NBA, a center cannot lead a team to a title. Is that an overreaction or not? No. One hundred percent. I'm so big on this. I don't think even I. How what was the last center who led his team to a title? Shaq. Yeah. In O two. I mean, you could. Let's just be honest. Duncan, Dwight Duncan, led his team to a finals. Duncan was a center. I don't give a fuck what people say. Yeah, they listen to the power forward. He was their center, but yeah, true center Shaq. Dwight led his team to the finals in 2010. Obviously, LeBron's been there. Golden State, obviously not. Toronto, no. San Antonio, Miami, Boston, no. Dallas, no. Yeah, Shaq Bucks. in 2002. So yeah, I mean, no matter how good. Jokic and Embiid are, you have to fit the perfect team around them, I think, to win a title. Who's the third best center in the NBA? I don't even know. Bam? Cat. Cat or Bam? Yeah. Them two. Is Bam a center or no? Yeah, he's a, he's a center. He I don't think he could play the four. Not with his lack of with his lack of being able to shoot outside of ten feet. I would go Cat personally. I I think he can give you more than Bam offense way more than Bam offensively. All right, last one of the NBA. LeBron James will never again win an NBA title. I'll say it's slight overreaction just because he's still one of the best players in the world. But I do think his title window is closing. I would agree it's closing. It's, it's definitely closing right now. I think he speak. has at max. Three. Like if they don't win it next year, I don't know what is going to happen. Like he's going to have to go to like a ring chasing type of scenario. Which I hope does not happen. Like he, he his days of going to a team like like he did with Cleveland, like going to a Cleveland Okay getting players. If he chose to leave the Lakers after this year and go back to Cleveland with the Cavs the way they are now, could they win a title? No. Really? No. Not enough scoring, I don't think. Around him. So do you think he has a better chance of winning the title with the Lakers? Yeah. With, with A D, yeah. Okay. That's fair. I will pause it. All right, so now I'll get into some NFL overreaction or not. The Kansas City Chiefs will not win their division. Overreaction? I still think they're the best team in that division. If anything, I think I'd pick the Chargers to win just because they're so talented. But I'm still sticking with the Chiefs. Experience. Yeah, Mahomes. He won't. Mahomes and Kelsey are too good. Mahomes, Kelsey, Andy Reid. Los Angeles Rams are undoubtedly the favorites to come out of the NFC again. Yeah. They have to be. I mean, who else? Tampa Bay? Maybe. I mean, Chris Godwin isn't going to play the first six to eight weeks without ACL. I think it's clearly the Rams. I'm not sold completely on Tampa winning their division. The Saints are going to be good. They beat them twice last year without Jameis Winston. They Taysom Hill is the quarterback. I think the Saints can push the can push the Bucks this year. And so who's that? The Packers, your number one receiver, is a rookie. Cowboys lost a lot. I mean, the division, I think, has gotten worse. The division definitely got worse. We can talk about those okay. guys later. Lamar and the Baltimore Ravens will not reach a contract agreement before the season. Is that no not reaction? Not any reaction. I, I mean, from everything I've seen and heard, it doesn't sound like it's going to happen. It's going to really piss them off if they end up franchise tagging. And that's going to cause turmoil. If they end up franchise tagging him after next year, he's going to be pissed off. 
Rightfully so. He's earned it. I agree. The Buffalo Bills will have the best record in the NFL. I'll go overreaction just because, I don't know, the NFL is weird. They'll, okay. They'll lose some weird games and someone's going to have a better record. I don't know who, but. Fair enough. Possibly the Rams. Uh, Trevor Lawrence will have the best statistical season of the second-year quarterbacks. Not in a reaction, but I'm actually a huge non-believer in all those quarterbacks. Okay. So, like I said, Mac Jones earlier. Uh, Zach Wilson, not a believer in him. Not Trey Lance. Who else? Fields. Yeah, he'll have a they're not They're not doing Fields any justice at all. He'll have a better year than Fields, yeah. I think Fields is the second best. I do too. And they're not doing him any justice there in Chicago. He's getting absolutely shit on. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Jimmy G will be the game one starter for the San Francisco 49ers. Overreaction, right? I mean, everything I've heard is they really want to move on, but they just can't get anyone right now. Can they not get anyone? Or do they not think he's ready? I don't think they think... I think that... They don't think he's ready. I heard that they could have moved Jimmy G to Carolina if they wanted to. So you think Jimmy G, let's not even say week one. Let's just say he will be the starter at some point next year. Yeah, and I'll say he'll be the starter week one. Okay, what about week 17? If he's, if he's playing well, they're not going to pull him. If they're winning and he's playing well, they won't pull him. Okay. Even after all the offseason moves, the Philadelphia Eagles will miss the playoffs. Um, this wow. is kind of how much do you believe in Jalen Hurts question. It's kind of what it is. Because he's got all the talent around I him. De- I think it's an overreaction, but I don't believe in him. Like, I, I didn't believe in him last year, and they still made it. I just think the NFC is kind of weak. So let's just think division winners. Think the Rams won their division. Yeah. Bucks won their division, probably. Packers. Yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. So then you have fighting for wild cards. San Fran. Arizona. Minnesota, New Orleans, Yeah, Eagles. I'll take the Eagles over all of them. All of them? Really? So you think they're the best out of all those wild card teams? No, I'll just pick them. You'll pick them to make it? To make it. Okay, I agree. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. Baker Mayfield will be a game one starter, and it'll be it'll, with or not with the Cleveland Browns. He will just be starting game one. Mm, overreaction. You don't think he will? No. Where? Okay. Well, here's the thing. So let's say Deshaun does play. Oh. Let's say Deshaun doesn't play. He will probably start for the Browns. You think he would? I think he'll play. He's playing for $25 million. Yeah, he'll play. So what happens if they like rule him ineligible and Baker plays and has like an unreal year? What happens? Good for them. Trade value goes up. So they'd still trade him? You have to. You just gave Deshaun $250 million guaranteed. What if he makes it to the fucking Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Jimmy G just had a great run, and they're moving off of him. Yeah. And if he gets cut... Let's say Deshaun, let's say everything goes away and Deshaun Watson is starter. They're not going to keep him. Let's say they cut him. You tell me Seattle's not picking him up to play over Drew Locke? Come on. He'll be a game one starter. Either way, I think he's a game one starter. If Deshaun Watson isn't suspended, the Cleveland Browns will win their division. So, Browns, Ravens, Steelers, Bengals. Tough division, too. Probably the second best division in football. I'm going to go overreaction. I think the Ravens win it. Okay. You still think they you do, would you like their chance to make the playoffs? With yeah. how stacked the AFC is. I'll say gotta, they get the la- I'll say they get the sixth spot and then the third AFC West team gets the seventh. And who gets fifth? The second AFC West team? Yes. So you'd have the Bengals missing the playoffs? Yes. Which I would too. If Deshaun Watson is out there, I had the Bengals missing the playoffs as well. Okay. So I went through and just I went through and saw a couple guys do this. 
Over under when you think rookie quarterbacks will start. What week? So you got Pittsburgh. Mitchell Trubisky and Kenny Pickett are going to fight it out. Most people think Trubisky could be the day one starter. Over under week four. Pickett's in at quarterback. Under week three. Week three? I agree. This one, I think, might be the simplest. Mariota's the quarterback in Atlanta. Desmond Ritter, over under week six. I, I hammer the under. I think they start off bad 0-3, 0-4, and, and they throw Ritter in. Mariota's just not that. <laughs> With that receiving core, no Ridley. And again, bad spot for Ritter to come into play. He's going to go under, awful. but I think the Falcons are going to draft a quarterback next draft. Anyway, I agree. So. Okay, Malik Willis. Over under week 18, does he see the field this year? Over Tannehill. I mean, like you said, kind of, you asked me this earlier, but this is truly just like a, how much do you believe in the, not even Tannehill, just in the Titans roster. And I believe in them enough to say he will not see the field. Okay. So, most likely the starting quarterback for the Panthers is going to be Sam Darnold. Now, we know they don't want him to be the starter. Matt Corral, over under week nine. He will be their backup going in. Over under week nine, will he be the starter at any point? So it's just Darnold right now. It's Darnold. Darnold and ha- it's Darnold and Corral. They're one and two, and they have like a vet at three. I can't remember who it is, but they said Corral will be the number two and he'll have a chance. He'll get some reps, but they believe Sam Darnold will be the starter. So over under week nine. Wash. I'll say week nine. Okay, I took the under. So I I agree with you on Willis. I don't think he starts this year, which is good for him actually. I do think Ritter and Pickett are under, and I also think Corral's under. I think Corral started by like week five, week six. Okay, they have Carson Wentz. Will Sam Howell see the field this year? No. I agree. Wentz will be good enough. This is, this is probably the main – I would actually say – I I would I would say that Willis has a better chance of seeing the field for Tennessee than Howell has a chance. 100%, yeah. Okay, so these are just some way too early NFL predictions. I'm going just one in each division. You can, do you have some, or do you just react into mine? Let's just do your one – one uh, prediction, and then we both quickly. We don't have to get into the details, but let's go. Both go through our predictions for the for that division. Okay. Like the so standings. name so name my name my prediction I have, and then we'll list our standings. Yeah. Okay, so I have the Pats and Dolphins will go eight and both will go eight and nine or worse. What division? Pats, Dolphins, Bills, and Jets. I have the okay. Pats and Dolphins going eight or nine or worse. You think that could happen? No, I'll say one of them. One of them? I don't know which one. Actually, so my I'll say I'll say yeah, I'll say the Pats are worse. So I'm going to go Bills, Dolphins, Pats, Jets. I'm so low. My, I'm going to go low on the Pats. My predict I'm just going to I'm going to read you off my predictions that I already had down. That were okay. way too early. So I had the Bills at 14 and 3, number 1. Dolphins 7 and 10, Patriots 7 and 10, Jets 5 and 12. So low, I think, it Tua and Mac Jones. Mac Jones more so the talent around him. Tua, I'm nervous about his his did that injury just take too much off of him, and he just can't be a good quarterback. Okay, so the next one where we at here. The Bengals will be fighting for the last wild card spot is a prediction of mine. And again, we kind of talked about that. This can all change because we're waiting to hear on Deshaun. So let's just go with as of right now. Are, do you think do you think he's going to be suspended? Fuck, dude. I really don't know. I mean, I'm guessing he'll get suspended. Yeah, I'm guessing. But I honestly have no clue. How do we want to do our rankings in off that? Do we want to go as if he's playing? Or Let's if just he's say if he plays, like, they're upside. Like if, if he's, okay, if he's, he's playing. Plays, yeah. Okay. 
your rankings would be? So it'd be Ravens, Bang, you the divisions. Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers. I would agree. So yeah, I would agree with that exactly. My record is the Browns finishing last, but that's off me thinking Watson. That was off me going off Watson not playing. If he doesn't play, I would say they're last. Yes, yeah. I would agree. That's what I have. And then I'd have the Bengals probably take the last spot, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would have. I had the Bengals my seven. Yes, if uh, Deshaun doesn't play, um, the Titans missed the playoffs by multiple, multiple games. It's my prediction for that division. I don't think they even come close to the wild card. I think they're gonna be bad. I mean, who's the receiving core? Robert Woods and a rookie. I'm guessing Rob Woods will have to miss some games, right, off the torn ACL, or maybe not with the recovery these days. But I'll say they fight for it. So I have the Colts winning the division at eleven and six. Colts, Titans, Jags, Texans. Yeah, Titans eight and nine, Jags six and eleven, Texans four and thirteen. Last AFC, Mahomes proves he's elite no matter who his receiving core is. Yeah, I think he still proves he's the best quarterback in the league. And uh, so my prediction for the division was Chiefs and Chargers both thirteen and four. Chiefs with more division wins get the one. Chargers two, Raiders eleven and six as the three. And the Broncos at nine and eight. I mean, I guess I have to say Broncos over the Chargers or over the Raiders. Or, yeah, yeah. Right. That's gonna be a battle out there to see all year. <laughs> Cowboys win the East by two or more games. I think they sweep the East again. I'll say they lose to the Eagles once. It's fair. So you're. But I, I still, I still go Cowboys, Eagles. That last spot's tough. I had it, actually after my predictions, I thought I was gonna have it close. I had it pretty wide. I have Cowboys at twelve and five, Eagles nine and eight, Redskins seven and ten, Giants four and thirteen. So they're supposed to be really bad again. I mean, I think some people have some hope, but I mean, Daniel, I just don't have any trust in Daniel Jones in the world, and it starts at quarterback. <laughs> I mean, what teams, what bad teams win Super Bowls with bad quarterbacks? I mean, just be honest, you got to have a quarterback. And I think Wentz is definitely better than Daniel Jones. And I think that they have weapons, too. I just don't think Commanders, commanders Redskins, whatever they are, I don't think they'd be that good. But yeah, I'd agree. I'd have the same one. Or So would you have Giants or your Commanders? Commanders probably okay. had. Lions double their win total of last year. So they had three wins last year. I think they get six or seven this year. Yeah, I'm going to actually go Packers, Vikings, Lions, Bears. That's exactly what I have. Bears are going to have a bad year. Yeah, dude, they did. Like I said, they just did nothing. <laughs> they traded away all their good guys. They have nothing. They didn't have a first-round pick either because they traded that. To, they didn't have a first-round pick this year because they traded to get fields, and you don't do anything for them. Saints will be legit Super Bowl contenders. That is my prediction wow. for that division. I think, I mean, this division, it's tough to pick the last two. I mean, obviously, Bucks saints won two. I went Panthers three, Falcons four because. I think Falcons might have like the worst record in the NFL next year. I actually had them tied with the worst record at two and fifteen. Get that fucking get that quarterback next year. Yeah, just gonna be some good ones next year. Next year it's gonna be a loaded class, and the last one Cardinals will take a massive step back and miss the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's. If every NFL analyst isn't predicting that, I'd be shocked. I mean. So I go Rams, Niners, Cards, Seahawks. Obviously, yeah, the Seahawks, Seahawks are going to be... I have them at 2-15. They're okay. my second. They're my tie for the worst record. Carolina is not close. Three and f- oh, pretty close. 3-14. <laughs> and 14. Yeah, I'd say we pretty much agree. A couple of changes here and there, but... Mainly the only thing we disagree on is the Raiders-Broncos. Yeah, I'm kind of starting to rethink that a little bit, but I'll stick with it. 
Rapid fire? Yeah. You have a lot? Yeah. Oh, fuck yes. Do you, so do you want me to answer it quickly and then break it down a little bit? On Most some of them? Yeah. Okay. First one, this is just, I thought of this just out of the blue. KU, you'll like this. Does Dave deserve to get his jersey and banners? I'm going to have to say yeah. You can't say no. I can't say no. I mean, after what he did for us in the postseason, I can't say no. I mean, he hit the, he hit the two biggest shots at the end of the game. I have to say, I have to agree and say yes. I think Dave deserves to get his, his jersey hung for sure, which is crazy after how much shit I've given him over the past four years. It's crazy to say, but at the end of the day, he we won us win he, without him. Exactly, we won. He won us a national title, so yeah, oh, he does deserve it. Give me. So, what are your top five power rankings? Not seeding, just your best teams: AFC, NFC. Bills. Deshaun's healthy, by the way, or he can play. Bills, Chiefs, Rams. No, go AFC. NFC. Oh, okay, separate, separate. separate. Okay, okay. Uh, Bills, Chiefs. Mm. Mm-mm. Okay, Bills, Chiefs. God, I was so bad when I said it. How many, if Deshaun's playing, Deshaun, Browns. I'll go Browns, three. Ravens, four. Raiders, five. So who takes the fifth spot if Deshaun isn't playing? Oh, no. Okay, Raiders bump up to four, Chargers five. You have the Raiders over the Chargers? No, no, Chargers four, Raiders five. So the Raiders would be six if Deshaun's playing. Deshaun comes out, Chargers go up to four, Raiders two. And the Ravens up to three, Chargers four, Raiders five. Yeah. NFC, Rams, Bucks. I mean, it's got to be the consensus. I mean, now here's the thing. It gets tough here at three, four, because I don't know how much better the Packers are than the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are better defensively. I think the Cowboys might have better weapons. I'm not going to be a homer in this situation. I'm going to go Packers, <laughs> Cowboys, Saints. Gee, that's not a strong. No, the NFC is awful. That's bad. NFC. Who, who, who's even contending? Like for the top five. The next one would be the Vikings. You have to the say Eagles? the Vikings. Yeah, the ah, Eagles, dude. and then maybe. Oh. Nope, I'm still going to have them at five. I would say the Niners would be the next team, but I'm still going to have the Saints over the Niners. I like their roster better. And who, Debo hasn't showed up for anything. How do we know Debo's playing? He showed up today. Oh, he did show up today. Up okay, today. all right. Well, then that changes things. But I still would like. I still think the Saints. Do the Saints a receiver? Mike Thomas, Olave, and Jarvis? Jarvis Landry. <laughs> he signed there. And they've just got Tyron Matthew? And the Saints are good, dude. Jameis has to be good, though. They should have traded for Baker. Do you like Baker over Jameis? Yeah, and I would say that I would put the Saints. I would say if the Saints had Baker, would you rather have Jameis or Wentz? Off that six and one start Jameis had last year, I would take Jameis. Dude, Jameis was good to start the year until that ACL injury. They were six and one. Were they? Yeah, they were going to be. I'm not saying they were going to make the Super Bowl, but they were going to give teams fits. I mean, you can't win anything with Taysom Hill as your quarterback. You just can't. They're, like, officially moving him to, like, tight end, right? He's running back, I think. He's going to be their backup running back this year. Not, he's not a quarterback anymore? Not a quarterback. Not I can't remember. backup? No, the, I can't remember who they brought in. They have the Ian Book, and they brought in somebody else. Okay. Yeah, he's no longer a quarterback. That new coach came in and said, yeah, fuck that. That's not happening. All right, so, yeah, those would be my rankings. So, did you see the article Brady just came out with? Or maybe not even an article, but they asked him about, like, retirement, and he said he was pressured into coming back. The time he did because free agency. So is he not back? He, no, he's back. 
But he was saying like, yeah, like at this point, it's like 55% I want to play, 45% I don't want to. Does that worry you at all? Yeah. He still said, now that I'm here, it's going to be 100%. I'm obviously 100% in. But still, like, it's like, ah, like, do I really want to play? Like, 55% of him. You know what? If it was anybody else, I'd probably be a little worried. But with him, I'm not really worried, actually. He'll turn it on. Yeah, he'll turn it on. They'll be fine. They'll be contenders. So I just saw this list. Best fit for these remaining free agents. Sue. Hmm. Packers. OBJ. The Dallas Cowboys. Do they have the money to get them? Yeah, we have. We still have like twenty five million in cash. We didn't do anything. We lost. We cut all our guys, and we have twenty five mil. I mean, he's probably only asking for what. He's. It's probably going to be an incentive base because of his injury. He's not going to get like a fully guaranteed contract that injury. You know what? No, I'll change that. Packers again. I'll say yeah. Packers again. Actually, that makes sense. Julio. Colts. Back with Matt Ryan. They don't really have a number two with Pittman. Will Fuller. Ooh, see, Will Fuller, I think, could still be a game changer for a team. Is he suspended at all? Or is his suspension done from last year? Rich is done, right? Yeah. He's always been linked to the Packers. I know. It's, I, I, I thought he was going for the Packers for a while. I think a team that could make some sense. Hmm. This is a tough one. If you want to say Packers, you have to change... What, OBJ. Yeah. Or I guess you already said Dallas. I'll go the Bucks. With no goblin for six to eight weeks, I'll go the Bucks. Okay. I think they could use a guy like that. Mike Evans is, you know, he's not the fastest of Wolfo, a good deep ball guy. Possession's kinda not there, but I I yeah, I would go. I'll go Bucks. No, I'll change it. Ravens. Ravens need one. Ravens make sense for OBJ or Fuller. I'll go Ravens. Yeah. Is Frank Gore first ballot Hall of Famer? No, he's not first ballot. He's a Hall of Famer. He's not first ballot, I don't think. I mean, he has so many rushing yards because he played 104 years. So even if, like I just told you, Debo did show up, but that doesn't mean anything. Like James Harden showed up, and he clearly was, hey, I'm... I'm only showing up because of the money, because the I contract. Be, exactly. I, I'm not going to play hard. I'm not going to give you my all until you guys trade me. So will Debo play for the 49ers this season? I think he will start off the year for the 49ers, yes. I kind of think he gets traded by the trade deadline, though. Just because you can tell he's out of it? Or? Yeah, and he's. I heard that if they try to put him in running back packages, he's going to tell them no on the field. He'll say no. Why does he not want to do that? He was because, so good. Because he think, I agree with why he doesn't want to. I know he's so good at it. He thinks it's going to take years off his career having to play running back and get all that contact. And I agree with him. Running back's the shortest life, shortest lifespan. So I agree with him in that scenario. Is he that elite, though, just when he's wide out? And that's why they don't want to <laughs> That's why, yeah. And that's what I said. I said, he is a very good wide receiver. But damn, I don't know if he's in my top 10, top 12. And do you, and you'd be paying him like a top 10 receiver. So How's the gap between him and AJ, just as a receiver? I... I think AJ Brown's slightly better. I think he, he I, he's big. AJ's the only thing about Debo is he's never really had injury injury concern. AJ Brown just came off a season where he barely played, and that was why it was weird that the, he got a hundred million off that season. Because usually, if a receiver gets an injury like that, doesn't play much at all, 
you're not getting 100 million, but he did. So yeah, I mean, I agree with why he doesn't want to play running back, but here's the thing. At the high, at his high how good he can be, running back fits has to fit in there. But it's not going to apparently. So who are who's a good fit? A, who's your best fit? B, who will it be? Like who Okay, so I think the best fit would be like a a Green Bay because I just think him and Rodgers would be pretty special together. Uh, I think it's going to be – I really do think it's going to be Baltimore. I've said this for a while. I think it's going to be Baltimore. The only thing is Baltimore is going to also want him to run the fucking football because that's what they do. That's why it's so tough. It, a lot of people said it's going to be the Jets. With I the feel Jets. like if the Packers got in, they just want to run it with him too, with before. Yeah, probably. I don't know. They I, don't, game I just though. don't see the Niners trading him to a team that's that good in the NFC. True. I would have said that I, I can't say the Chiefs because they weren't willing to give Tyreek Hill money and they're going to want to use him and it's well I guess Tyreek Tyre Hill would have run the ball a lot I think the Chiefs how much money if he's wanting the A.J. Brown deal of 25 million a year Chiefs can't get him because you would have gave Tyreek I think Hill. the Chiefs made it clear during the draft they're not trading for anymore right? yeah so I'm going to say the Ravens is the perfect fit they yeah. need a receiver three best and three worst off seasons NFL Cowboys are up. Cowboys are in there. I want rank. Okay, hold on. Oh, God. Packers are in there. Packers, Cowboys. Cowboys won. You know, no, because I think losing Devontae Adams is way bigger than losing Amari Cooper. Packers won. Cowboys two. Titans three. And Titans offseason was pretty bad. Yeah, we have the best. Okay, so the Jets are in there. I mean, the Jets draft was ri- ridiculous. Who did the Jets get it for? They got Gardner, Sauce Gardner. Didn't they get Sauce Gardner and Thibodeau? No, Thibodeau went to the Giants. Okay. Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, Jermaine Johnson, Brees Hall. I mean, couldn't have had a better draft. So I'm going to say the Jets are in there, offseason-wise. I mean, some of it was re-signing, but God, the Rams, they got Allen Robinson too. i got to include them probably. Boy, you could have included the Ravens in the offseason. I mean, they don't have a receiver. They don't lose he throwing Mark Andrews. I guess that's the only guy they have. Um, the best. you got to include the Jets. All right. you got to include the Saints. Alave and... Olave and uh, Jarvis was big. They did lose an alignment, but they... Would you put the Chiefs in there, or are they salvaged enough through the draft? For bad? No, Chiefs are probably, like, middle of the pack, closer to good. Um, Give me your worst and best value offseason signings. How much did they pay you, Joe? You know? Not sure. Couldn't have been much. I'll look while you think of others. Is he on one of your... Best? Yeah, one of my best, yes, because I think he's very good. I think he played with just a hobbled Big Ben for three years. One year, 10.7. It's not bad. For I, th- I think he's a top 25 receiver. <laughs> we could be looking – I guess no, it won't matter if, he's, if he gets suspended for a long time. I was going to say Watson could be a bad contract, but it won't, it'll get voided if he gets suspended for a long time. Hmm, best signing – 
best trade was easily the Raiders. And, dude, I forgot the Chargers got Khalil Mack. I mean, that just changed everything right there. How did they get him from nothing? Worst signing. I didn't like this. I did not like the Dolphins giving Armstead five years, the biggest contract for a tackle ever at 29 years old. I was not a fan of that. Just On a scale of the Tyreek Hill contract, where would you rate it? Like one is one is worst contract in history. Ten is the best contract in history. See, I think the contract was fair. I think he deserves that money. So I'm going to say eight, but it goes down to a six because where he went and will they get the most value out of him being in Miami? So I'll say it's about a five. So you think if the Chiefs gave him the money, or let's say if the Packers gave it to him, ten, yeah, because he deserves the money. I mean, he's been unreal. I can't think of the bad one. I'll probably lean. I'll probably lean Armstead because I'm not a huge fan of giving tackles in their late 20s a five-year contract. Just because injuries and just their big guys, easier to get injured, I feel. Best contract. I mean, dude, Juju's got to be in consideration. Oh. Best. Oh, you say value? Mm-hmm. Okay, Juju for value. Best signing? Chargers getting that corner from Patriots. What was his name? Jackson. Yeah, I know you're talking about. He's the best signing of the offseason. That was a great... Dude, the Chargers nailed the offseason. Best value, Juju. $10 million. I think he's, I think after he has a great season this year, he's going to be worth like $16, 18000000 million a year. I think he's going to be really good. I bet, he catches, I bet he catches around 8, 12 touchdowns this year. All right, not this year, but... Can, let's just say Russ, he said he's going to plan on playing until as long as he can, so I'm, let's just say 10 years. Yeah, can he right. let him do a Super Bowl in that division with two young quarterbacks who will be there for 10 years at least? No. They will not want to serve both of them. Can they? Sure, if they get the right team around them. I just think Mahomes and Herbert being there. Derek Carr's younger than him, too. I'll take those. I'll take those three, keeping him away from a title over him getting one. All right. So, who's going to get more quarter, Super Bowls? Josh Allen or Herbert? Allen. Will these quarterbacks ever get Super Bowls? Dak, Deshaun, Kyler, or Lamar? Like, will any of them ever win it? Yeah, I think one of them will get one. Who? It would be Lamar or Deshaun. Not Dak or Kyler? Definitely not Kyler. Okay, that just leads in. Is this the beginning of the end for Kyler? It's just not that it's the beginning of the end. Like, I think he's... In, a, in, in, in oh, Arizona. in Arizona? Yeah, I mean, they haven't paid him. And if they're not going to pay him, yeah, I, I could see if they don't pay him this year... If he plays on a one-year deal, and let's just say, let's say they happen to make the playoffs, and he looks good, there's going to be a team out there willing to give him a shit ton of money, and they'll trade him. Like who? I'm trying to think who need who's a quarterback heavy team, and you can't don't say like the Falcons or Seattle because if they go one two, they're going to draft the two studs in the draft next year. It's like the Colts, I guess, could be looking for a long term. Yeah, draft. because Matt Ryan. Um, the Giants. Daniel Jones last year was deal. He's from Texas, right? No. He's from Dallas. I don't want him. He said he didn't like the Cowboys. I don't want him. I don't think he's a better quarterback than Dak anyway. I would take Dak over Kyler. I think, yeah, Kyler has the, like the, the athleticism and speed. I think Dak has the IQ, though, over him for sure. He's a smarter quarterback. I'll take Dak. Kyler might have the intang- more little more intangibles to possibly get you a Super Bowl, but dude, I don't know. He seems a little reckless at times. Has, Colts would be an unreal. Is that, fit. that guy? 
No, he's not that guy yet. He hasn't proved that. And I'm not saying he can't get to there. He's only 28, but yeah, we've had a winning season every year. He's been a starting quarterback, but we've won two playoff games. Like, I mean, you have a home playoff game against the Niners. You're facing Jimmy Garoppolo. You're clearly the superior quarterback. And you come out flat for two and a half quarters. You can't do that. You just can't do that. And not playing for the Cowboys. So yeah, no, he's not that guy yet. He is a start he is a great starting quarterback, but no, he's not that guy. That guy is like even though Josh Allen hasn't won anything either, Josh Allen's that guy. Mahomes, yeah. Rogers, Brady, those are that guys. Even Stafford is that guy. Obviously he proved that he's that guy. No, Dak's not there yet. He's gotta prove something to me. What's the single biggest mistake from the Cowboys offseason? I would say you look at like the trades like Robert Woods was dealt for a third. We got a fifth and a sixth. Marty's better than Robert Woods. Clearly better than Robert Woods. And then you gave you didn't just you didn't just trade Amari Cooper. You then gave a guy that can't play till week six or eight yeah. sixty two and a half million dollars. The receiving what they did with the receivers. I did like the addition of James Washington. I think that was a good addition. Be nicer if we had Amari Cooper there and not Michael Gallup because Amari Cooper is going to be playing week one. The receiver, I still just don't get the air. The air and the rece- the airs they made with the receiving core is their biggest blunder of the offseason. Is it Super Bowl or bust next year? I May, let's say make it to the Super Bowl. I'm going to say no, not with okay, this roster. What defines a successful season then? Something that you look back on, and you're like, all right, I'm I'm proud of that. Winning the first playoff game we have and being competitive. Because most likely, let's say you win your first playoff game, right? Where we're going to be, you're probably going to be seeing a Tampa or LA in round two. So winning that first, finally get, win that first round game, be competitive. And if not win against Tampa and LA, I would love to see an NFC championship appearance, to be honest. That's what I'll say. An NFC so championship appearance. If they lose that first playoff game, you like... Well, Mike McCarthy's got to be gone. You can't just not win playoff games at home. Zeke probably, probably is gone. If he's bad, he's gone. Zeke won't be gone based on the team, what happens with the team. But if Zeke's good, I think we should have no problem winning our first playoff game. So, yeah, I would say, yeah, that's probably true. Because if Zeke's bad, that makes it harder to win the playoff game. If Zeke's good, we're playing a wild card team. I would like to think we can beat a wild card team with Zeke being good. But Tony Pollard might be the guy. They might not, Zeke might not even get – they might split carries immediately, and Tony Pollard might ball out to where Zeke doesn't even get a chance this year. It's very possible. Tony Pollard's ranked over him in every fantasy ranking. Zeke's, really? Zeke's at like 16, Pollard's like 12 or 13. So I think Chargers are officially Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, yeah. Are McCaffrey, Kamara, and Elliott done as star running backs? God, that's so tough. Um, you got to take longevity and health into that for all of them because they've all had health problems. Significant, for th- actually. For, for this coming season... It's not even about to me. It's not even about well. Zeke is about injuries, and it's about how good a shape is he getting into. Kamara and McCaffrey, if they are healthy, they are still top five running backs. It worries me with the health. I'll say Kamara and McCaffrey are still star running backs. Yes, Zeke, I'm on the fringe about. Probably not. Okay. If I'm being realistic right now. So you said, or uh, if you had the. No- if you had the number one pick, you'd pick Eckler? 
In a PPR league? Yeah, I pick Eckler. I pick Eckler, Jonathan Taylor for sure. It's a give me your team. give me your top ten. Like the first round, if it was a ten man league, your first round. How would your first round go PPR? Okay, I don't so want to hear you. I don't want to hear you fucking put Mahomes in the top ten. Either. Okay, I'm no quarterbacks, no quarterbacks. Okay, hold on. Because I'm, I'm, I don't want to get. Oh, we'll talk about how I'm gonna do fantasy. We're not gonna talk about it on here. So I don't know what to do. I'm still. Here's the thing. I'm still gonna put Jonathan Taylor one because what he did last year. I am going Austin Eckler two. PPR. Right? That's bold. I'm going Austin Eckler two. I'm going Nick Chubb three. What running backs? Okay, so you got Derrick Henry, CMC, Kamara. What Alan other? Drake what, Brown. what other top running backs are there? Mixon definitely earned himself probably into the late first round. Najee. Dude, Najee could possibly be my favorite. Because you know, even if they have picking in there, they're going to run the fucking football. My league last year was like, I think the 11th pick was um, Aaron Jones, which probably not for, no, not a first rounder. No, not with A.J. Dillon's emergence. He'll be a second or third rounder. Kamara. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to, hmm, CMC. There's some wideouts in there, too. I will. Derrick Henry. That's my, that's my... Dalvin. Fucking time. Dalvin. Oh, he has injury concerns too, though. But he's not so, last year. He's so good. Okay, though, so no, healthy. I'm gonna go Dalvin over CMC. <laughs> Dalvin Cook, CMC, Henry. So Jonathan Taylor, Eckler, Chubb, Dalvin Cook, CMC, Henry, Cooper Cup. He's still gonna go first. Travis Kelsey eight. I can't believe Kamara nine. So I have two receivers in there. Kamara nine. So think, help me think about running backs real quick. Jonathan, so you have uh, John, uh, John go, Mason. Go through your list. Taylor one. Eckler two, Chubb three, Cook four, CMC five, Henry six, Cooper Cup seven, Travis Kelsey eight, Kamara nine. Does Devontae Adams get over the rest of the running backs? Or are people yeah. gonna be too worried? I'm not. What's your what's your like what's your top five running or wideouts? Fantasy. Cup, Adams, Diggs, Jefferson. I can't believe I'm even. I mean, just the two of them worries the fuck out of me with fucking goddamn Tyreek, man. It worries me. And dude, I mean, I just looked up a couple. Oh, Jamar Chase. I just looked up a couple mock drafts on online, and they have Tyreek like twenty-five. Is that fair? Yeah. That sucks because he was a cheat code. Okay, so hold on. Let me go. Okay, Cowboys no, Eagles no. So Aaron Jones is left as a decent one. Panthers, no, Rams, no, Niners, no, Cardinals, no, no. Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones. See, and a guy, oh, and Najee, oh. I'm sorry, Devontae, not a first-round pick in a 10-man league for me. Najee Harris. 
So that's my 10. Taylor, Eckler, Chubb, Cook, CMC, Derrick Henry, Cooper Cup, Kelsey, Kamara, Najee, Najee Harris. All right. That'd be my 10 right now. And, dude, I honestly think that – I think Kamara could have a chance of falling out of the top 10 this year into the early second. Yeah, I agree. He wasn't really utilized when Jameis was there either. You see any Super Bowl hangover next year? Yeah, I do. I I think that they first couple weeks. Yeah, I just think I think they have. I I don't think they have like. I'm not gonna say they're gonna be like fucking bad with like six and eleven, but I think they're gonna have to fight for that last wild card spot. I think it's gonna be a fight because especially if Deshaun Watson's there, because then you're competing. Then you're competing for three wild card spots against Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, Browns. What about for the champs? No. No no hangover. No hangover. They'll be fine. Most excited new duo you want to see. Rank them just one through four. So Carr and Adams. Okay. I'm guessing that's going to be your one. Okay. Right? Probably. We'll see. Hill, Tua, Russ, and Judy. Hurts, A.J. Brown. Definitely definitely Devontae and Carr (laughs) one. Most excited? So excited I am excited to see what happens with Tua and Tyreek, so I'll put that too. And then, honestly, I'll probably put Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, then Russ and Judy. Oh, sorry. Stafford and Allen Robinson. Throw that in there too. I'll put them over over Judy and Russ. The reason with Russ is because I'm not sold on Judy yet. Allen Robinson, I think, would be – Allen Robinson is going to be a steal in some fantasy drafts, I think. Could have used him last year. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Still ended up winning, though, so we're all good. Yeah. I fucking bottled one of them. Yeah, dude. Hundred and some points on my bench. It's rough. I mean, Jesus. How much of a drop-off will we see from the Chiefs as a team and Tyreek as an individual? You'll see more of a... I, I mean, I still think... It's not that Tyreek's going to... Are the Chiefs like, better now with the role players they got? Than last year? Yes. I think they're more complete as a team than they were last year. I, here's the thing. I don't think Tyreek's going to drop off to where it's like fucking four touchdowns, 800 yards. I still think he's going to be really good. I do think Tyreek has more of a drop off than the Chiefs, though. So the Chiefs regret not trading or signing a big-time guy, or do you think it's good that they got their role players in wide receiver-wise and defensively? I think it's good. Because this is kind of the way you're going to have to do things when you're paying a quarterback this much money. So I think it's a good thing to start doing that now when he's only 26 instead of doing it late in his career. So, yeah, I kind of like the way they're doing things. I thought they nailed the draft. Use it or lose it for Hurts? Is this it? For the Eagles? Yeah, because if they're bad and he's bad, they're going to draft somebody. Because you're going to get six, seven quarterbacks taken the first round next year. So, yeah, I think he's got to make the playoffs. And they they can't just get fucking – beaten down like they did last. Yeah, I know they made it competitive late, but let's be real, they got their ass beat. Can Daniel Jones prove he's the guy? No. no. I, don't yeah, I just don't think he has the tools. Yeah, they're going to be fighting for a quarterback. Better year, Jets or Giants? Jets. Is the title one to close for A-Rod? Officially? Is it officially all the way closed? If this Green Bay team was in the NFC or the AFC, I think it's all the way closed. The way the NFC is, I'm not going to say it's all the way closed yet. But they need to make a move for something, whether it's Odell, 
you know, I know you don't get him till week six or so. If you could pull off a trade for Debo, they got to do some at receiver, man. Can you win it? Win it all with Alan Lazard as your one? It's going to be tough. <laughs> Probably not going to win it, no. I don't think it's close, though, because he's that good. So would you say they're still legit Super Bowl contenders? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. With Aaron Rodgers, tough me to say no. So you, you would have paid Devontae Adams, obviously? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would have paid Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams, but I get the reasoning for the Chiefs. Something or nothing. Hollywood to the Cardinals. It's more nothing to me. Like, I think he's very good. He's not a reception. He's just a burner. It's more nothing to me than something, to be honest. Are the Browns legit Super Bowl contenders with Deshaun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Deshaun, yeah. They are for sure. They could win the Super Bowl with Deshaun. Let's say he's suspended the first eight games. They better go like four and four to keep it alive, and then he gets back in. And then they could still have a run at it, but if they... So you would still say yes? Yeah, I'll still say yes. If, if, if Let's say he gets suspended the first eight games, but Baker says no, fuck you guys. I'm he's not, not playing, playing for you guys. You guys are going to have to pick someone off the fucking road. Well, they did get somebody. They got Jacob Brissett. Yeah. But I can't I can't be... I can't he's, be he's actually not terrible. He's though. not bad. And I mean, with the running game and the defense, he could possibly get him to four and four, three and five. And then if Watson comes in, yeah, you're probably going to have to finish... Like I said, the wild card in the AFC, you might have to get to 11-6 and six next year. I mean, with those teams, dude, I think three of the AFC West teams are going to win 11 games. If, at worst, three of them are going to win So 10. you're saying yes for all three scenarios? If it's Brissett, I'm going to say no. Yeah. I'll think, I think they might be 2-6, and 3-5 and five in Brissett. They could be 4-4, four 5-3 and four, five and three in Baker, though. So who... So you got the Bills winning it all, right? Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Early, wait, early prediction, Bills, Bills, Rams, Bills. In the- so is this a 2022 season? Yes. So what? what is next for these guys for the 2023 season? Baker, Kirk, Sam Darnold, and Tannehill. Okay. They all backup guys? Out of the league, anyone? Baker will be a starter. For just some shitty team? I think he'll get a starting job. I could also see, I know, what's his name? Dayball for the Giants. I could see him moving to the Giants, too. Dayball likes him a lot. They've, they've talked about. Um, I think Kirk Cousins still be a starter because I think the NFC is so weak, they'll probably win 10 games and get in the playoffs. Uh, Darnold, probably a backup. And Tannehill's going to be on performance. How I think they're going to perform, he's probably not going to be a starter after next year. What did you make of his mentor comments? I think it was taken out of context. I don't think he was being a dick. I think he was just. I think he was realizing the lay of the land. They they didn't draft Malik. I mean, I know it's a third round pick, but they didn't draft Malik Willis to you know for Malik Willis to be shitty. They drafted him to be their future for sure. You draft a quarterback, and even if it's a third round pick, you're not a third round pick can be spent very well in other positions. So you're not drafting him to just be nothing. Like so, I understand it's lay of the land. It's a business. He wants to still be the starter and. I don't think he meant it that like I don't think he meant it as he's not going to be like cool to Malik. That's not what I. That's not what I think he meant. It came off wrong. Is the 49ers, 49ers title window officially closed with the current roster they have, or is it just now opening up since with Trey Lance? That's what I don't know. It's if Trey Lance is is good. Okay, is he then? You have to answer the question with what you think, 
or is it just going to be a disaster? As of right now, I don't, I don't think so. Because I think that they would have tried a lot harder to move Jimmy G, I think. They did not try. If they would have tried a lot harder to move Jimmy G if they truly thought Trey Lance was ready for the big time. So I'm going to say, as of right now, it's closed. Even with Jimmy G? Yeah, I don't think You've he can win. seen his ceiling? I think I've seen his ceiling. He's a starter in the NFL. I said I went, I thought Jimmy G would have fit fucking perfect in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he probably would have. I actually. thought he would have. And, you know, they did, again, that's why I'm saying they could have moved him. You can, nobody can tell me they couldn't have moved him. A, t- a team like Pittsburgh, they didn't, they didn't get Trubisky right away. They would have made a move for Jimmy G. Like, they didn't try to move him. So I think there's a reasoning behind that. What's the best case scenario and worst case scenario for Wentz in Washington this year, just this year? I think best case scenario for them is probably getting in a wild card. Best case, <laughs> worst case, most likely. Okay, so best case is definitely is getting in the playoffs. Probably is like a six seven seed. Worst case, they finish last in the division, and what will happen? They'll miss the playoffs by a couple games. That's what I think will happen. What happens if they do lose the division? Like what happens wins if they get last? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's on. He has two years left. Do you think any quarterback is like one season away from? All right, if you have another shitty season, you're like probably out of the league, like Cam Martin's or Cam Newton style. Wentz has got to be close, man. Like Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Oh yeah, Darnold more than Wentz for sure. I think people are really rushing to Baker's Baker's exit of the NFL. I think he's still an NFL quarterback. Yeah, I would say Darnold is probably the closest. He shits the bed this year, which I mean, how can he? How can anybody think he's going to do good? He's out <laughs> of the league. I don't know. It's tough to say out of the league for sure. Backup becomes like a guy that moves around the league as a backup. He becomes he becomes a a little a lesser version of Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's what Darnold is. Biggest so, biggest sleeper team. And most overrated team, preseason wise, just each division that you're no, just NFL in general that you're hearing. Most overrated. I'm gonna stick with the Denver Broncos. <laughs> I mean, teams are they're talking like they have a chance to win the Super Bowl. So I'll go Denver as overrated, which I'll get to see them play this year. Um, Vegas mm-hmm. or, or Dallas. Vegas. Going to Chiefs Vegas, week seventeen, which could be a big one. And then Denver is early December. You going to any Cowboys games? I don't know if we're going to get to go to one this year. My dad's been looking for the late late season, possibly against like the Giants or something like that. Um, team that could surprise people. I'm going to go. F- it's not a team that I'm. Pre- I do. I did have them missing the playoffs by one game in my standings. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think the Steelers could surprise some people and possibly make the playoffs again. I really do Give think they could. Give me your one lock prediction for the NFL season. Like, just the one that you are like, that's going to happen. Okay, Josh Allen won the MVP. That's my lock. He'll win MVP. Chances DK gets traded. Very good. I think you see he didn't report today? Yeah, I, think he gets, I actually think he's going to get traded before the season starts. Green Bay, get the fuck in there and go get him for Green Bay. But unlikely. Again, I think <laughs> the Ravens are going to be at every receiver talk because they need one. So I'm going to say the Ravens is one of them. You could also, the only thing is, 
he doesn't have a say where he goes. That's a problem. They could trade him shitty. A team that could a team that's trying to push to be good this year, the Giants, they could make a move for him. Um Yeah, I'll say Raven Ravens Giants could be in on him. As I don't want to say the Bills, that would be a little much. But if you went to the Bills, that'd be dangerous. But I'll say Ravens Giants will be in on him heavy. Did Seattle fuck up by not firing Pete Carroll? Yeah, I don't understand that. You went full rebuild but kept the seventy year old coach? That doesn't make much sense. That didn't make much sense to me at all. So yeah, I thought they. I think they did. All right, rank one through five. These wideouts: J. Jeff, Just Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Debo, A.J. Brown, D.K. J. Jettas, Jamar Chase, D.K. Metcalf, A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel. Wide receivers. That's wide receivers. So that's how much Debo falls for you? Yeah. Between overall player and wide What receiver. makes him is the running back thing. What makes him – because here's the thing. When he runs a running back, then he catches a lot of screen passes that are quick. It's not him running routes. Yeah. I think Debo drops the five for me. Damn. One-two is super easy. JJ, yeah. JJ's and Jamar Chase is fucking ridiculous. And so is Justin Jefferson. So just rank these guys' careers. So T Law is obviously one, right? From last year's class. Who I think will have the best careers. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just rank them. T Law. So. I'll go T yeah, I'll stick T Law one. Fields two. This is so tough because you just don't know about fucking Lance. Zach Wilson, three. Trey Lance, four. Matt Jones, five. Whoa. I, you know I've never been high on him. I'm just not. I, do, I, think, I, get thing, I think at best his career, his, at best his career ends up being an Alex Smith, which is not a bad career, but I think that's what best. He doesn't have intangibles. All those guys have intangibles. I think Zach Wilson's going to surprise people this year, personally. I think he's going to be pretty solid. Jets aren't going to be good, but I think he's going to be solid. I actually think... He'll be second best statistically behind Lawrence over Fields because what's around Fields is abs- what they got the chief, the Chiefs guy, uh, Pringles. They're number two or one. Who's <laughs> their one, Mooney? Really? Yeah. So exactly. I mean, come on. Fields is getting no chance. Who's their running back? So got Montgomery. Yeah, He's good. He's solid running back. I like him. Fantasy too. Third, fourth rounder guy. So let's move on to some NBA. Do you think Draymond has earned the treatment per, per can't even say that word right now. The uh the treatment he's getting from the refs? Has he earned no, nobody that's the thing. I hate when like a foul's a foul. A technical foul is a technical foul. Post why are, I hate when I hate when they do well it's 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 regular it's postseason basketball. So the rules change after so after eighty two games, everything stops and they rewrite the rules. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of them coming out with new rules in the postseason. You trip a guy, put your foot on his head, and then try to pull his pants down. When has that never been called a technical? That is a technical foul. And I'm not saying it because you're, say- oh, you're saying it because you don't want the Warriors to win the title. No, I'm saying it because that's how basketball is called. Like, I understand you let the game, you let the contact go a little more, maybe, whatever. But a foul's a foul, technical foul's a technical foul. 
It's yeah. I mean, he does. No, nobody earns that treatment. But I mean, I guess he. I guess you know. Yeah, he probably has earned the treatment because he gets that treatment. So I'll say he's earned it because he gets it. I know you, this is probably the one that I want you to elaborate on the most. But how close is Steph to LeBron if he wins the fourth title? For, how close is he to KD? Becomes closer to KD, um, but the gap between well, the gap between LeBron and Steph is. From here to fucking a flight to Australia, it's fucking large. Because the, the top, there's a there's in the rankings. You, know, you got LeBron, LeBron, big gap, Michael, Kobe, decent sized gap. The centers, decent sized gap. That's where you fit in Tim Duncan, Katie, and Steph. So that's how big the gap is. It's not close. I mean, yeah, he's won four titles. Well, a lot of guys have won a lot of titles. I mean, Robert Ory won five. We don't talk about him being there, and he has as many Finals MVPs as Steph. So, like, Steph's never even been the best player on his team to win a title. So, LeBron has the greatest comeback in basketball history, has four NBA titles with three different franchises, finals MVPs with each of those franchises. Nobody's ever done that. LeBron's going to go down as the greatest scorer ever. He's going to have the most points ever. He's one of the most versatile. He's the most versatile offensive player ever. He's one of the most versatile defensive players ever. He's probably... The second or third best passer of all time was Stockton and Magic. It's not even close. For me, it's not close. He's closer to KD. That's because KD doesn't do himself any justice. So I would say he's closer to KD. I would not put him over KD, but he's closer. It's Clay Dunn. Being a superstar or a star, yeah. I think he I think he'll more transition now into like a where Ray Allen kind of was at the end of his career. You know, sharpshooter. Can play a little bit. Would you rather have Ray Allen, Heat Ray Allen, or this Clay, this Clay Thompson version? Heat Ray Allen. Heat Ray Allen for sure. Heat Ray Allen was unreal. As a role player, he was maybe the highest level role player you could ever get. Yeah, I'll take Heat Ray Allen. Yeah, Clay just looked terrible. He's had a few good games, but he's looked bad. He's just not there anymore. And again, it's not his fault. Two fucking ACL injuries in a row, of course. One was Achilles, was it not? It was one ACL, one Achilles. That's asking so much for somebody to come back from that. So I'm not saying. It's not his fault that his play has gone down. He just can't move the way he used to anymore. He's now not even that good of a defender. Like, he's just not, so. So, I, I actually came up with this. It's kind of intriguing. If the Warriors lost this series, just kind of like we said, we're expecting him to win, so it would kind of be a disappointment if they lost. Do you think there's any way they trade Clay or Dre? I think they could trade Clay. I don't think they'd trade Draymond. I literally let's think, say I think they, let's, let's say if they don't win a title this year or next. Yeah, then I think it's probably time to talk about retooling some things to get some other players in there with Steph besides what you've had forever. Yeah, I would say yeah. Both? Or just I would, one? Clay after this year, and then if it's a disaster next year, Draymond as well. Steph, underrated, overrated, or properly rated from what you've been seeing and hearing? All time or this season? All, what do you mean? Like how he's played this season. I think he's played shitty this season for his standards. No, just all time. Just where you're seeing him. Um, if you have him anywhere ranked, if so, I would personally say that he could be anywhere ranked. he is right now in the NBA power rankings. Probably a little overrated in the current status. Yes, he's not top five anymore. LeBron, KD, Giannis. Luca, and then I would probably do the centers next. 
and then Steph. And then, actually, I don't even know if I'd have Steph over Kawhi, but I don't know what Kawhi's going to be like either. No one knows what he's going to be like. Is he going to slow down? I mean, he's not athletically gifted either, so I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I think he's overrated. If you consider him, I don't think he's top five right now in the NBA. I think, personally, if you have him anywhere from, like I said, I'd have him about 9 to 12. If you have him anywhere from 9 to 12, I think that's probably rated. Uh, getting yeah, getting a little ridiculous to already call him. Um, the thing is, it's tough to say point guard because him and John Stockton were just so different. Like, Stockton's the greatest floor general of a point guard ever, I would say. Magic's probably the best playmaker and then Steph's the score of those three. But I would say that he's, if you know, if you have him from 9 to 15, 10 to 15, I think that's properly rated. Now, if you're, you know, if you're trying to compare him to LeBron, that's just, you're overrating the shit out of him. He's not even touching the top five of all time. He probably never will. Unless so, he won back-to-back so you, titles. You if he wins back-to-back titles, then we got to be talking top five. Not a second wave of the dynasty coming. Like I said, it's not so much about their dynasty, like, I don't know. If they're not going to win three titles in four years, but I think they're going to be highly competitive competing for championships the next four years. What constitutes a dynasty in your eyes? It's tough because it can be different. The Spurs were over so long. You would say Warriors is a dynasty, right? One, one th- if you don't think the Warriors are a dynasty, you're an idiot. Three titles in four years, that's a dynasty. The Lakers' short little run they had, I think that was a dynasty in the 2000s. I think that was a that, – there's different dynasties. There's some that have short impact – there's some that have long-term impact. Uh, Jordan's Bulls, Showtime Lakers, Celtics, uh, Spurs. And then you have, well, I guess can't really say. LeBron has his own dynasty, but. Then you got the Warriors in there. I think the, like I said, the Lakers. Um, so, yeah, I think they're a dynasty. I think it, it dynasties can vary. It doesn't have to be you all. You can't say they're not a dynasty. No, you can't. And you can't just say, well, the Spurs, well, they aren't the Spurs. Okay, how many teams have ever done what the Spurs did in 20 years? That's retarded to say. Jordan. Took three, took two years off basketball. They were a dynasty. They had two, they had two dynasties. Like you don't have to have a dynasty to, uh, you don't have to have a dynasty to uh, say that. Is Jordan Poole a budding superstar? You know, I was big doubter of him coming in. I, I actually think he can be. Like, I don't know if he's superstar? a superstar. No, no, no. Okay, no, he's not a superstar. I think. Can he be like a J- Jalen Brown? Yes. Status? What about Jason Tatum? No. No. No, he's not just... Yes. Donovan Mitchell? Those guys are better than him, but I think he can be included in that category of star player. Star player. He can be a star player. Will Tatum and Brown stay together for their prime years? I I think they will because, like I said, I think that they're always going to be good enough to make the conference finals, make the NBA finals, just will they ever be good enough to get over the hump. But I do think they're going to be good enough to where they'll stay together because it depends what you can get. Like, what would you would you trade Jalen Brown for Donovan Mitchell? I don't know if it makes no. sense because no. Jalen Brown, to me actually, which I never said this before, Jalen Brown actually has fit well now next to Jason Tatum because he's a great defender. Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum just all offense. So you do think Boston is missing something? Right. Yeah, I think I think they gotta they gotta fix a little bit, get deeper, a little deeper in the bench, and I wouldn't mind if they got a true like facilitating point guard, not Marcus Smart as your point guard. Like even if it was like just a a Ricky Rubio type guy who could just playmake for these guys and not have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown just be strictly ISO because Marcus Smart's not a playmaker. Something like that. That's what they need next is a little like a playmaking point guard. Okay. 
That's why I said Lonzo Ball. I always thought Lonzo Ball would have fit perfect there. Is Kyrie a net next year? I'm going to say yes. I'll say he'll be a net for next year. I don't Well, I guess. I mean, he wants four or five years. They're not willing to give him more than three, I heard. I think he'll be a net next year. What percent chance do you give it that he is? 60%. 60? I'm close to the... I think it's 60-40. That he will be one. Yeah, he will be a net. Okay, if not, where? (laughs) That's that's, I mean, I don't know, man. I was going to say Mavs, but I just don't know how well he fits next to Luka. That would be unreal, though. If he... The only reason if, why I wouldn't say Mavs is just because, like, they can't really give them... They can't give them that's anything, really. Other than Jalen Brunson, I guess. But if you're the Nets, and he says he's guaranteed leaving, would you just take what you can get from them to have a roster? Because you could probably get Brunson, Tim Hardaway Jr., and some pieces to play in your rotation. Because at the end of the day, he's an unrestricted free agent. So you can lose him for nothing, or you could at least get something. If he was willing to say, like you said earlier, he will be Lucas co-star, I would like that. Where do the Suns go from here? Suns are in a weird spot, huh? Best record in basketball. You thought DeAndre, you know, you were hoping that you get DeAndre for less money. That's obviously not going to happen after he had an unreal season. So now you're... I don't know, man. Think he's gone. I think they sign. I think he gets. I think he gets dealt in the sign and trade. A lot of people are saying the Pistons for Jeremy Grant and Isaiah Stewart, which wouldn't be a bad return, honestly. But is it enough to keep you as a title contender? I don't know. I do think Jeremy Grant's a very good basketball player, which I, I've talked about that with my brother a lot. I love him on the Lakers. I think he fits the way the Lakers want to play next year under Darvin Ham. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I think they'll be battling for a, a four through six seed next year, honestly. Even, I don't know, even with Aiton, Paul getting, you know, Paul's getting older, injuries are adding up. I don't think they'll be anywhere near close they were in the regular season last year. They were ridiculous in the regular season. I mean, by far the best team in basketball. I'm shocked they didn't win at all. <laughs> I can't believe it still that they're not in the finals. I thought it was going to be kind of easy for them to win it all. I do. I thought they were going to... I thought I, they'd win every series in six. I had them I had them beating... Yeah, I had them beating everyone in five. I had them sweeping round one, beating the Mavs in five, and I had them playing the Nuggets and beating them in four. Is the door officially closed for CP? CP3? I keep, bump, I keep pushing it back a year. I think it's closed. I think it's closed too now. I really do. I've been pushing it back and pushing it back. He can't win close. with that team. How are you going to win? In the West. Because they're not going to get better. They're probably just going to get worse. Yeah, I think can it's they closed. get better at this point? Like, how, how can they get better? I don't know. I don't think they can. Like, because, I mean, you know, like I said, I think Jeremy Grant and Isaiah Stewart are good fits. But, but I don't know. Maybe, I mean, Aiden didn't perform well in that Mavs series. I'll say that. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe you can't win with a guy like Aiden. Would you – if they wanted to go – because I think they're fine offensively. Would you swap Aiton for Gobert? No. You'd want to keep Aiton? Yeah. You like him that much over Gobert? I, just think, think, I, I just think he gives you more offensively. He definitely does. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'll say it's close too. Because I don't think that they can get better. Any sign and trade they make with Aiton, they're not going to get the same thing back. Is he uh, unrestricted? No, he's, re- he's restricted. So technically, they don't... 
technically they can match anything, so you're playing for us. Let's just say they say uh, we don't want you. And he's gone. So if they say that, they're going to sign a trade, right? Yeah, because you're not going to lose him for nothing. Okay, so they're going to have to sign a trade? Yeah. Okay. So who should sign and trade him? I, I said I like what everyone – the Pistons. The Pistons? I mean, you have a top five pick to get another wing. And then well, you I'm saying who, who should – like who's a contender who should try to get Aiden? Hmm. Contender. Just so many of the good teams are just so cap fucked to where it's like, are you going to give up a star player? I just don't know if I'm willing to give up a superstar for. So, okay. Well, if there is no contender, is it just probably going to be kind of it's, a shittier I team? think it's going to be a shittier team that's willing to offer him a lot of money. I don't think there's a lot of teams that are going to offer him a lot of money, but maybe a swap to where you could maybe get Julius Randle. I don't think he's a good fit there. Or if you could get. Like, I think uh, he's a terrible fit in Phoenix. An Emmanuel quickly and a Mitchell Robinson. That's not a bad move. I don't think you. I think that's actually probably one of their best moves. It's going to be limited though. Thoughts on Quinn Snyder? It didn't make sense to me. I depends who they hire, I guess. But I think he's a really great coach, and I don't understand. I don't know who they're going to chase. I mean, obviously Dwayne Wade. How much say do you have? They own like fucking point five percent of the team. Like, chill out. <laughs> Chill, bro. <laughs> like, you own, like, under a percent of the team. Like, let's not act like you, uh, you're you going to have the say in who gets the head coaching job. I know you want Fizdale because he's your boy, but I just don't see a coach out there they get that's better. Well, I don't think they forced him out. I, you know, truly, I truly believe. You think he just left? I truly believe he thought, all right, I took this team to the highest ceiling. Highest ceiling? No, it's possible. I think, I think this franchise needs another voice and another Donovan coach. Mitchell doesn't think that. So he thinks they he thinks they forced him out. I don't know though. I don't. I haven't heard any rumblings either. That's way. just my gut feeling. Is he? I mean, everyone knew during the playoffs. All right, he's probably going to leave, like one way or another. So yeah, if he wasn't forced out, then you know, if it was on him, then that sucks for the Jazz. I don't know how it goes, but yeah. So you think they should just totally blow it up? Probably. He's going to find a job quickly. Yeah. If I was the Nets, I'd be firing Steve Nash today. And hiring Quinn Snyder immediately. Dude, Steve Nash is not a coach. He stands there and does nothing. I could do what Steve Nash does for the Brooklyn Nets easily. He does nothing. <laughs> I don't see him talk. He just crosses his arms, walks around, does nothing. But yeah, Quinn Snyder is going to find a job quickly. Unless he wants a break. And maybe if, it, maybe if it comes out that he wants a year break, then they'll probably know that he wasn't forced out. He may want a break, though. Is this Western Conference Finals or bust for the Nuggets? Before they start rethinking their roster? if Yeah, I mean, I would say if they're fully healthy and they have Murray. Fully healthy, yeah. yeah, I would say. Okay, if they don't make it, do you consider moving Murray? Yeah, I'd probably move both. I would try to move both to package in for a legit superstar, superstar. Like, you move Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. for a Trey Young, for a Donovan Mitchell, something like that. Like, you go for a, you go for a dynamic duo over a... A decent big three. Okay. What is Cat a free agent? No. No. Okay. I think he's Should he's they close. keep him? Yeah, I'd keep him again. I'd keep him another year. I mean he, he was he was really good this year. Um I think the friction's gonna be team though, right? Well, that that's what I was just about to talk about. I think the friction is gonna be the Timberwolves are they want it to be Anthony Anthony Edwards team. 
that's going to be the friction. Is he willing to play number two? He doesn't seem like a guy who wants to do that. Nope. Not a, not at all. He seems like I think he'd rather play for a shit team and be the number one than play for a really good team and be a number two. I really think that about him. I also think he's a guy that I don't think you can win a title with. I don't I don't see it in him. He kind of seems like he's a little bit for himself. Still uh still confident in Zion? Oh yeah. I think Zion's gonna have a really good year. You know, get you know, get back and get more basketball. Do you think shape. they're gonna be a top five team next year in the West? I do. I think I think they'll be they'll be like who's their starting lineup? Um as of right now is CJ. At the end of the year is CJ, uh Herb Jones, who na- they nailed I the how they've drafted is unreal. They know how to draft. Herb Jones, Brandon Ingram, Zion, Valanciunas. And now you're looking for a point guard. You know, you can draft you're picking the eight, you can draft one of these point guards. You know, I would dude, if they could trade up for four and get Jaden Ivey, that would be scary. How the fuck? Why did more teams not try to get CJ McCollum? I don't know, and he was good for them, dude. He was damn. Why did the Lakers not get him? I don't know. He's what good. They, what did they get him? For? They could have got him in the off season. He was one of the guys that they were talking about getting. What did they get him for? <laughs> Josh Hart, Larry Nance. No, dude, I don't even know. Josh Hart and a couple other guys in a first round pick. So. Didn't essentially the Lakers pass up on, like, McCollum, Heald, Lowry for us, right? Who's going to be the better LA team next year? Lakers? Yeah. Is this finals or bust for the Clippers then? Absolutely. It's finals or bust for both the LA teams. Let's start with the Clippers first. If they don't, I mean, if they don't make the finals, do they blow it up? I mean, that'd be, what, year four? That'd be year four of making... Zero conference finals together. Yeah, I mean, it's so tough to say blow up. It really is. Finals or bust is so hard to say because West is West. That West top three is going to be very competitive next year. They got to make it to the conference finals. God, you got to say with that roster, they got to be in the finals. Without roster, they should be in the finals. Yeah, yeah. I would. I mean, they won't. They won't blow it up. Those the thing. They. I think Ballmer knows that going to that new stadium, they have to just keep being competitive and blowing it up, and getting draft picks and restarting is just not what the Clippers are going to be about anymore. They're going to be. They're going to be in a way the real younger brother. They're going to try to push and get superstars in there. It's going to not be about draft picks. It's going to be about they have to. They're they're getting their own fucking arena. They have to. They have to prove that there's. They want to still be really, really good. So there's no blow up, but it just looks bad. It's gonna keep looking. It's gonna look like when this run ends. If they don't have an NBA title, it's gonna look like a disaster. You gave away everything for Paul George, everything. And if you can't win a title, let alone everyone said you were the favorite going into the bubble, and the Lakers won the title. Disaster. It's been a disaster. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. They made it to the conference finals. Okay, that's not what the Clippers have said. When they signed Kawhi and Paul George, they made a fucking, they made a fucking commercial. The new king of LA. Fucking this and that. And you haven't have shit to show for it. Yeah. Guess what? The Lakers have had two bad seasons in a row. They also have an NBA championship. I'll take the NBA title over what you've done the past four years. Kawhi gets hurt. Do you think it's if Kawhi has another significant like? Injury that he has to take off like six months. You think that's it for him? Yeah. 
You got to, yeah. Yeah, 30. He's going to be 34. 30, he's going to be 34. He's had some injury prone years for sure. He's also a pussy. <laughs> All right, well, I have some Laker questions. I think you answered a lot of them. So, I mean, just your thoughts on hearing Russell will most likely be back. Like, that's what I heard. Last I heard. Yeah. Let's just um, ignore the Levine talk at all. Russell will most likely be back. I'm always when when it comes to guys that are playing with LeBron, I'm always willing to give him another chance, but he's gotta he's gotta change some shit quickly. Quickly. And if it's not changed, get the fuck out. Like I think first things first the Lakers have to worry about is getting your second superstar healthy. He has to be healthy. Whether they have Russell Westbrook or not. Anthony Davis has to be healthy, first and foremost, no matter what. If you want to compete, he has to be healthy. If he's not healthy, I don't care if Russ is playing unbelievable. They're not going to have a chance because AD is, AD is still that motherfucker when he's healthy. But if he's not healthy, it doesn't matter. So you said what should happen for the Lakers is get Levine, right? Mm-hmm. And you think that's what will happen, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. I do. I think they'll end up getting Zach Levine. Give me some role player type names that you're gonna throw out of who they can get. So let's just say let's just, here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do this off of. Let's just say the Lakers right now. You have Russ, Austin Reeves, Horton Tucker, Nunn, LeBron, AD, Stanley Johnson. Those are the seven guys you have right now, right? So let's just go off that. We'll, we're just going off of that. I think a Jeremy Lamb is a great fit. Three and D guy, long. They need those type of guys. I would not mind his in the ACL worries me. Joe Ingles, I would not mind. Um, a uh, Chris uh, Chris Boucher from uh, Toronto would not mind him as our backup center at all. Uh, Kyle Anderson's out there, slow mo. Here's the good thing about the Lakers is they were finally not in the luxury tax penalty, so they have the two mid level exceptions. They have a ten point five and a six point five. So it's not all just going to be the minimum deal of two million. They're going to have two spots for some more decent free agents. Were they used on Rondo the one year? The year they won the title, they used one on Rondo, and that obviously worked out. So, like, they're going to have a couple to where they can get some guys that are on the mid-level exception higher than just the league minimum. Now, if you're going down to – you you got to scroll a little. don't think they bring back Wayne Ellington. He was not it. Um, I think, you know, it's tough when you get down here. I like Bruce Brown from Brooklyn. I actually like his play style. It just gets tough. It gets tough when you're down here. Um Oladipo, potentially. I, I've heard rumors of him coming to L.A. for the minimum because uh, he, he's going to probably have to be on another proof of deal anyway. He didn't play much this year. So I, I wouldn't mind Oladipo coming. Um, Thoughts on the new coach? Doesn't matter much. I mean, Again, uh, again with it, to me, uh, yeah, it, it means something. AD means more getting him healthy. The roster always means more in the NBA. 
you mean look at like I've said, look at Greg Popovich, one of the greatest coaches ever. But the Spurs don't have talent, so it doesn't matter how great of a coach you are. You're playing other professional basketball players, better teams. It doesn't matter. But yeah, you know, um, like I said, Oladipo. If they got Oladipo, I'd like that. I would love to use maybe one of our mid-level exceptions on Malik Monk. Uh, Gary Payton, uh, the second, is a free agent. Would not mind him. I think the way he plays, I wouldn't mind. Um, who's the big guy I was thinking about? Oh, fuck. I saw that Tristan Thompson would want to come play. Please, no. Not again. Not, he's, he's lost it. But, you know, some 3 and D guys that are not fucking 50. Like, don't just go after old veterans because you think you have to. That's not what you always have to do. Old Depot, Jeremy Lin, they're going to be on – those are guys are going to have to be on, like, prove-it deals. I like those signings. They're younger, more athletic. I'm sick of – I don't want Rog- I don't want Ariza and Wesley Matthews and Wayne Ellington and fucking Kent Bazemore. I don't want those guys. I just don't. You said this is finals or bust, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So – this is a non-Lakers question. Just give me one signing that needs to happen this offseason. One signing that needs yeah. to happen? Any so, like... Mm. So, like, a team that, like, needs... Would you go... Like, so, would you define this as, like, a team that needs another piece? Anything, yeah. Just what your definition of a must-signing would be... It is a weak free agent class, right? It's not very good. Yeah. Um, there's only one really good max unrestricted or unrestricted free agent. That's Levine. Beal right, has an so opt out, opt in. I guess the better question is who must make a splash in either either free agency or through trade. Because because they have this type of player, and they made it to Western Conference Finals. And they can't, they got to get a second guy. I'm going to say the Mavericks. If they want to take the legit next step, because let's just say the Lakers are healthy, the Clippers are healthy, the West is going to be a lot tougher next year than it was. It was weak this year. Nuggets fully healthy. It's going to be a lot tougher next year to get get to the conference finals than it was this year. Who will end up with more titles, KD or Giannis? So KD's at two. Yep. Giannis. Giannis. Is at one. Do you think KD wins another one? No. They'll either be even or Giannis will have more. Giannis getting two more is realistic. Yeah. I'll say Giannis. What's your top 15 NBA players post-playoffs after you've seen <laughs> everything? All right. I'll type these down as we go. LeBron. KD. Okay. Giannis. Luka. This where it gets tough because you got to think about you got to think about some of the uh, injured guys a little bit. Yeah, throw those guys in there too. Okay, so I mean it's my list: Jokic, five; Embiid, six; I'll go Steph, Kawhi. Steph Kawhi, Jimmy's so good. Mmm, it's tough here. Just because you got Jimmy, got Tatum. This could be the conversation probably. Booker. 
Kyrie, Dame. Wow. James Harden is probably not in my top 15. Isn't that crazy to say out loud? Yeah. I mean, dude. Uh, don't think he'll be in it, but Donovan will be in the consideration. PG, Trey. I know I'm missing another really elite player. I'm just trying to look at teams because I don't remember. I think Jaws in the conversation. Lamelo probably won't make it, but he's in the conversation. Beal. Oh, Cat. I don't know if he'll be in there though. Who am I missing? I know I'm missing some really good players here. Okay, Sacramento no Suns no Lakers O A D. So we've got four out of these guys. That's nine. AD is nine. Okay. LeBron. One. KD two. Giannis three. Luca four. Jokic five. Embiid six. Steph seven. Kawhi eight. AD nine. Booker ten. Kyrie eleven. Dame twelve. Jimmy Jimmy thirteen. Tatum fourteen. PG fifteen. The guys that I had listed down that I left out would be Donovan, Trey Young, Jaw, Lamelo, Beal, and Cat. I think I got everybody that I would have considered for top fifteen. All right. People are gonna hate on that Tatum ranking. I don't give a fuck. Give me your top ten in five years. <sighs> five years. So. Ooh, this is gonna be. Just take this in, is gonna be some people are gonna be hating. Just taking into consideration this upcoming draft and that's it. How old is Giannis? Twenty seven? Twenty eight? He should be young enough to be in that. Okay. Okay, so I'm just gonna start so obviously, I'm gonna start canceling some guys out. LeBron KD off. Steph, Kawhi, off. A D Off, say off. Actually no, it's your list. You say what you believe. Twenty seven, twenty eight. I mean theoretically he should still be in there. So should it be Jokic? Yeah. At 28. I mean, fuck that. I don't know. That's tough. AD, I think, actually has a better chance of both of them staying alive. Because of the talent and the shooting. Like, <laughs> Embiid and Jokic, they probably could still be borderline top 10. I'm honestly, <laughs> I'm going to take Dame out, 33. Taking Kyrie out. I'm taking Jimmy out. Taking PG out. I see. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Going Luca one. Giannis two. Dude, there's so many good young guys. I'm not gonna include. I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna include. 
AD Embiid and Jokic. Embiid's 29, Jokic 28, AD's almost 29, 34. I can't say it with those big guys. I'm going to say no to them. Okay. Well, so Booker and Tatum are 24 and 23. <laughs> they should be in there. So my top five, Luca, Giannis, LaMelo, Booker, Tatum. So I got to think of some young guys, though, too, that are up and coming. Ant. Ant is a lot better than I thought he was. He, I did not think he was going to be this good. Jaw. Zion. Oh, no. You forgot Zion, bro. Bump him down. Cade. Chet. Shit. Jabari. Shit. Zion just moved to four over Booker and Tatum. Evan Mobley. Scotty oh, Barnes. Mobley. Who's the oh, Lamella? I'm going to keep. I like my top six. Ben Simmons. He's still young. I like my top six. Cade, seven. Luca, Giannis, Lamello, Zion, Booker. Trey. Oh. Jaw, eight. God, that seems low. I also like. I also am not a huge fan of Jaws' play style of winning titles, so I like Cade's play style better and Lamelo's. Damn, fuck! This is a tough list to make, dude. Mobley reminds me so much of Anthony Davis. I literally could see him being so dominant. Ant, I mean, fuck! I don't know what to do with this list. Austin Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> Coach. Uh, Christian Brown. Okay, so I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Mobley. Nine. I feel so disrespectful. I don't think I can leave Trey Young off. It's Trey Young or Anthony Edwards. Oh my god, it's probably my deciding factor. I'm going Ant. Luca, Giannis, Lamelo, Zion, Book, Tatum. Cade, Jaw, Mobley, Ant. That's the time coming off on the fly. Anybody I'm leaving out that you think? No chat. No chat. No Jabari. No Jabari. Jabari, if we did 10 years, am I Jabari at one? Jabari and Chet, one, two. I'm trying to think of any other, like, young guys I left out. Obviously, I left out Trey. Which like Jalen Brown? No. I think he'd definitely be top 15, top 20 by that time, but he's always going to be a number two. Me, All these guys, I think, could be ones. Let me try to see if you left anyone out. That's why I'm going through each team. Kings, no. Suns, no. Lakers, Lakers, Clippers, Warriors, no. Wizards, no. Magic, no. Heat, no. Mormons, mm, Scotty Barnes is, could be in there. He's in an argument. Darius Garland. Bam. I think Mobley's better now. No, I can't say he's better now. Shay. Oh, Shay. Giddy. Brandon I love Ingram. Giddy. Brandon Ingram, too. There's a lot of guys. Yeah, you're not really there. missing too many. No, I'd say, I'd say it's a pretty solid list. Trey, probably a little disrespectful not having him in there, but he's probably the one guy that I feel most bad about leaving out, but I think Ant's really fucking good. All right. Well, that's all I had for that segment. All right, dude. That was a good, good time. Yeah. yeah. That was a long, it was, we're going well, we're going. What's the uh, next podcast you got coming, do you know? 
So we got big, got good UFC pay-per-view this weekend. Probably be back Monday or Tuesday to talk about that. Um, definitely recap the finals whenever that ends. But yeah, I'll probably be back next Tuesday or Wednesday to recap fights and stuff. Um, but yeah, that was a good time. Yes, sir. Good segments. It always is. Appreciate you coming back on. It was a good one, man. All right, peace, guys.